The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's been a hard day's night And I've been working like a dog It's been a hard day's night I should be sleeping like a log But when I get home to you I find the things that you do To make me feel alright You know I work all day To get your money to buy a thing And it's worth it just to hear you say Beatles for crying out loud. So there's a new legend in town. Good evening, the late night alternative. Ian Lee, you are... Catherine Boyle. 0344 Seb, stay there. We're going to come to you in a second. Now, some controversy has arisen in the last 15 minutes yeah. that I'm surprised at. I'm going to play you a clip that was on BBC News, BBC Local News, the TV news, right, tonight, uh, earlier today. It's filmed in Luxbridge. Uh-huh. Uh, so BBC London TV news, right? And it's a guy doing a piece to camera. I have no idea what he's talking about, but he stood in an Uxbridge street doing a really boring piece. And as he's doing it, a young lad comes up behind him and fun ensues. Let's have a little listen. This is the whole thing. Let's have a little listen to this. Here we go. What happens now is a series of hustings, events, debates up and down uh, the country. 15... 15- Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, oh this right. is about the uh, leadership. This is race. about the leadership thing. There may even be, wait for it, some broadcast uh, interviews before the members vote. It's boring. 150, 160,000 Conservative members. Now, we expect Boris Johnson to make much of his record in London. Now, that will divide opinion because not everyone thinks he did a, a good job. But what we can say is that. It comes it looks at now. For him in- Suddenly, a young man 
has jumped behind him, holding a telephone, looking very excited, stood over his shoulder and looking straight at the camera. Uxbridge, also something uh, that where there may be some concern. He had a 12,000 majority 12,000! It's now down to 5,000. 5, Some people think it won't happen again. It won't happen again! Thanks very much, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is genius! Right, he starts over his shoulder. Genius. And then the 5,000 is given from in front of him <laughs> so that the guy giving the piece to camera has to move to one side to get his face still on the camera. And they get, then the guy gets, the young lad gets closer to the camera for the last bit. Let's have it again. Is that it looks for him in Uxbridge also something uh, that where there may be some concern. He had a 12,000 majority 12,000! It's now down to 5,000. 5, Some people think it won't happen again. It won't happen again! Thanks very much. You can genius. hear him getting closer. He's genius, right? He's genius. And I have said on Twitter, anyone know who this guy is and want to get him on the show? A couple of people have gone, what for? I said, because I think he's a legend. I want to celebrate him. I've had so many people say, why do you want to get that, tw that twit on? Don't give him more publicity. He's an why? idiot. He's an ignoramus. He's an idiot. I've had a few people say, this. Pete says, if I want, do I sound trebly to you? I sound very trebly to me in my ears. It sounds very, it's, it's very sibilant. Um, I don't know if something's changed. Pete says, if I won the lottery, I'd hire that guy to follow me around all day, sh shouting everything I see. But there have been a lot of people saying, Why'd you, don't get that idiot on. He said, here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. He is... And look, this guy here says, I think you misspelled Bellend. No, no, not at all. It's funny. And I'm so confused that anybody, particularly anybody that follows me, would find that not funny, would find yeah. that offensive. Right. It's live, live television news, which we all know is ripe for the taking with this kind of thing. It doesn't rough anyone up. He doesn't throw anything. He doesn't do anything violent in any way. I think it's funny. Here we go. Joe Simpkins, I'm in Black Mirror. You are insane. Any obnoxious collection of atoms is a legend. I think you misspelled Bellend. No, this is funny. Here's, here's the thing, right? Um, here's the thing. We are living in such dry... Someone there, uh, twit. Some people are very easily amused. Yeah, I am. I'm amused by a kid. Kid, he's probably, what, I don't know, 16, maybe, 17. Having the balls to just... It's not important. He didn't swear. Didn't swear. What that man is doing, right, that reporter, is not important. What we're doing right now is not important. It's not important. It's not important. He wasn't reporting on a murder. He wasn't talking about someone who died. He's talking about a bunch of tosspots who are seeing how far they, how many, uh, trying to work out the mathematical formula for how many Tory MPs you can shove up Boris Johnson's jacksey. That's what's going on right now. That's it, right? It's not important. And this young man saw the opportunity to have a laugh for his mates. He's on the phone, so someone he knows is watching the TV. Someone he knows is watching the TV. Could be his mum, could be his mates, could be anybody. He's doing it for them. That should be celebrated. That should be encouraged. That is, it's hilarious. I want more of this. This is what I was saying the other day about streakers. It's the same thing as streaking doesn't harm anybody doesn't it's not offensive it is it's a bit of fun yeah. prank calls they don't work on this show you're welcome to try they don't work on this show because we let anyone on but if you there's another lbc do these these phone-ins with uh, farage and all the, 
phone up Nigel Farage on his show, string him along for two or three minutes, then pull the rug out from under his feet. Whatever happened to yep. the British appetite Here we go. for bursting the bubble of pomposity? Here we go. We're supposed to be a nation of gentle jokesters. This is it. Who get this stuff, right? No one got shoved, no one got sworn at, no, no racial uh, slurs were thrown. No, no milkshakes were thrown, nothing. It was a young man having a laugh, and it was funny. It was funny, right? He interrupted something that was not important. Yeah, I'm sure that host is peed off. Maybe he's having a laugh now. I bet the cameraman was loving it. Tell you what, more people have seen his report as a result of what that exactly. kid did. Exactly. We need to... If you know who that guy is, please, please, please beg him to phone up. Beg him to phone me up. I want to... Uh, here we go. Liam gets it. It isn't offensive in the slightest. He's a young lad having a laugh. Congrats to him for putting a smile on thousands of people's faces. That clip's been watched. That version of the clip, there are other versions. That clip's been watched 22,000 times. Tell you who'd have loved that? Yeah. Dennis Norden. There you go! We used to, we used to embrace this stuff and celebrate this stuff. More prank calls to radio stations. When they get a policy, when they get J Jacob Rees-Mogg on here on Julia's show, I don't know if she takes calls. Phone up! You, this is the trick. You string them along for about 30 seconds, 40 seconds, and then BAM! Mm -hmm. You get in with a question. Slightly difficult here because we've got a dump button. The BBC does not have a dump button on any of its radio stations. I keep telling you this, dear listener, and you do not listen. You can phone up any BBC radio station, four, five live, any local station, as long as you get on air, they don't have a dump button. Don't be mean. Don't swear. Don't be racist. They don't, don't do that. That's, that's not don't fun. Don't get anyone in trouble. That's not fun. But go on. I, I once phoned up. I don't know if it was Mike Dickin or Mike Mendoza. I phoned up. This was a bit naughty, actually. He was talking about how um, ecstasy should, you know, should, should be made even more illegal or something. And I phoned up and I said, yeah, I agree. I think that ecstasy is terrible. And I run a Christian youth centre, and we talked to them a lot about the dangers of ecstasy, that it's a terrible, terrible drug. In fact, one night, we actually brought in some ecstasy, and we offered it to the young people to try themselves. They're 13, 14 years old, and we offered it to them to try themselves so they could see just how bad ecstasy was. And I think it might have been Mike Dickin, I haven't got that call, and he's not really listening. Dickin would never listen. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sorry, what did you say? I said, yeah, we gave ecstasy to some 13-year-old children to see. It's a bit mean. This is like one o'clock in the morning. It's a little bit mean. But there's nothing racist. There's no swear words. And he had every rake. He's then got the power to, to cut me off, as he did, tell, tell everyone what an idiot I am. It's a bit of harmless fun. We need more of this. This is what I voted Brexit for, for this young man. I want that man. I'd give that. I'd give that kid a job on this show. I would pay him to go out and interrupt news reports. There's going to be a lot more news reports in Uxbridge if Boris Johnson becomes prime minister. That's what he's the MP for. He's never. There'll be more news reports than there have been seen public uh, appearances of Boris Johnson in Uxbridge. There's going to be a lot more. Uxbridge, do me proud. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us, a, and also if you disagree, if you think he is a, a, a twit, if he, he's an embarrassment, let me know why. Because I genuinely don't get it. He's a hero to me. He's a hero. Let's go to Seb. Oh. I'm still out, Ben. Sorry. Sorry. Hello, what? Hello, Seb. Twelve thousand. There we go. Five thousand. Yeah. 
It won't happen again. There we go. <laughs> it's got. I want a T-shirt. I want a T-shirt printed up with that on. He's a legend, isn't he? He's absolutely brilliant. Although I am a bit surprised that people are thinking you that he's a ding dong. I, I can't. I can't believe it. And I, I think with your, I think with your and Cass' explanation of the clip. I don't think you're doing it justice. He's so happy. Oh, yeah. he's full of joy, he's isn't he? So said. happy. Yeah. And the newsreader, Tim Donovan, who's like the political editor of BC Weather, he, he somebody somebody replied to it saying, "Oh, he did an accidental partridge because because the, the lad kind of is behind him, jumps in front when he's like five thousand, <laughs> and then and then Tim just steps, pushes him gently to the side. Yeah. Steps to the side, the camera follows him. Yeah, and then and then five thousand left. Proper partridge, it, absolutely brilliant. Steve Coogan would be proud. It, but it also, I thought he, had, I bet, he, I bet he was a bit angry. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure he's seeing the funny side this evening. Now it's gone viral. Oh my I God, thought he handled hilarious. himself very well. The presenter, perfect. I've seen that happen before when yeah. the presenter has got angry, and that yeah. makes them look terrible. No, you can't. You can't. You've got to style it out. You can't. You cannot get angry. You've just got to go. In. He obviously wrapped up the report a little bit quicker than he wanted. It, it was, Seb. It was just beautiful, and I cannot believe that in this once proud nation that we were famous we were famous for two things our music and our humor uh -huh. that people are getting so upset about a young man who's expressing joie de vivre that guy that guy is alive he's a legend that was the modern version of hello mum yeah hello mum you always used to see that at, at college tomorrow or at work tomorrow he should be paraded around on a sedan chair that, honestly he's my hero seb no, he's my hero for this week. It's just absolutely brilliant. Thank he you. He is... Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> he is my God as well, Seb. Thank you very much indeed. If anyone's got a problem with it, I'd love to know why. I'd love to... I was so surprised when people... People who follow me, people who contribute quite a bit to... to this, we're just having a pop. And there was... Because Danny Baker um, retweeted it. Um, so there were some people that don't follow me. Right. Who started having a pop. No. This is brilliant. I want more of this. And I don't know, I don't know how we get more. I'm probably not supposed to encourage it, but you know what? I'm encouraging it. Play nice. Don't swear. Don't be racist. Don't be misogynistic or homophobic. Think a little bit. Yeah, don't Just get physical. Think. No, 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 no. Just th this is better than chucking milkshakes over people. This is better. This is brilliant. What fun. Um, we can talk about that. We've got loads of stuff to talk about if you want, dear listener. 0344 1000 We'll have a round of past the chat on a little bit later on. A little bit later on. A little bit later on. But we've got plenty to talk about. This, dear listener, is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I had a young man come around my house yesterday and need my buttocks. He needed them. It was a masseuse. Masseur. Masseuse is the thing. Um, I bet you say saxophonist as well, don't you? No, saxophonist. I bet you say, I bet you say a, a flute player. A flautist. Okay, all right, all right, all right. We're getting somewhere now. So I had a guy come round to give me a massage. Young lad, he's only about 24. Um, and because, you know, my back has been hurting since the dabs. I think it was the car crash. I'm going to say, I'm going to stop saying I got bad back because of doing 410 dabs. Because people just go, what did you do that for? 
uh, so I'm going to say I'm going to say it's the car crash mm -hmm. that um, uh, that did it. But my back has been in absolute agony, and he came round, and it's not he's not fixed it, it's not fixed it. But I feel a whole lot better thanks to Aiden pummeling me. Um, here's the thing: he wouldn't stop talking. Oh, that's not relaxing. No, it's not. He's such a nice lad. He's in a band. Although sometimes it can be, maybe he was trying to take the tension out of it. Yep. By t by chatting. Possibly, because having a strange man in your house touching you like that could be a little bit tense. He sent me now. This could be a dangerous game. He's in a band. Uh huh. And he sent me some links to his band. Right. Do we? I think we have to. Think. I think we. I think we have to. Think we have to. We're going to. I've not listened to this, so I don't know. We're going to. Here we go. Um, okay, I mean, here we go. Um, here we go. Okay, we're going to do it. We're going in. We're going in. This is my masses band. Hey, this is all right. Phew. This is all right. No, this is all right. This is a relief, and imagine. All right, that was that was all right. Let me find. Let me find another. They're called the Running Guns. Oh. I think. Uh, let me find another one. Let me see if we can find um, another song by. The Running Guns. Let's have a little uh, listen. Adverts. That's a relief. Imagine it. They were good. They were good. Here we go. Let's, here we go. Let's have a listen. This is The Running Guns. Nope. Nope. A bit different from the first one, I'll be honest. Oh, the rich people want what the poor people got. I think I need to get a new masseuse. Um, he's a really nice lad. And he's he's 24, right? And his favourite singer, Rod Stewart. Oh. Yeah, I know. From the Faces days. From the Faces days, right, yes. Okay. Not from the Downtown Train days or the American Songbook days, volumes one to five. Uh, from the from the Faces days. Okay, well, I, I can see that. Yeah, and I thought... See, that's... he's a step away, you see. He doesn't yeah. think of Rod in the same way as we do. You know what? You're absolutely, uh, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because we think leopard skin pants. Yeah. And, and then, and then, and then what happened? If you doctor? want my body and you think I'm sexy, although, come on, sugar, touch me off. Although that was, that was fun. Yeah, that no. That was fun, Rod. No. But, you know, Rod the Mod yeah. was cool. Yeah, no, he's cool. He was a big fan of Rod Stewart, which I found very surprising. But I said, I said, welcome. Welcome to the world of the elderly. Did you mention, can I see you tonight? What a downtown train! <laughs> did not, I did not mention that. No, don't. That. Don't burst his bubble. I did not mention that. 0344 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Catherine, what have you got for well, us tonight? I've just seen that Darren, uh, Darren Izzard's tweeted me about, you yep. know, this kind of joyous nature of just usurping authority in a very gentle, friendly way that yes. happened uh, on the uh, yeah. local news, yeah. local BBC news in Oxbridge. We, we mentioned that at the top of the show. And Darren sort of said, oh, did you ever see this one from Transfer Deadline Day in football, right? Oh, yeah. And this is where they get 
like um, purple uh, vibrators and oh, um, do they? Yeah, and like wave them about in the back of shots, right? Okay. But also poke people with them. No, and never poke a, poke a person with a vibrator no, unless no. you have consent. Exactly. Why would they have vibrators with them? Just because it's I don't know. I guess because well, they're football. Saying fans that, and it's I've, got two, I've got two in my bag at the moment, so point taken. Yeah. Why not? Why not? You never, you never know when you're going to need one. You never know. We never know when you might need to, do, to whisk some eggs as well. So, <laughs> although very that just reminded me of the last time I got on a plane. But um, oh, yeah, you, Catherine! <laughs> last time we went on a plane, Catherine had a vibrator. My bag was buzzing with her. I didn't. She had a vibrator. I in, didn't. No. I've got this facial, like this face wash thing. It's like um, it's like a rubber brush that vibrates, so so you, you can foam up your f- facial cleanser. Foam up something, yeah. Right, but it also um, it exfoliates. It's brilliant. I love it. I love it. It's one of my favourite things, and I think you'll find I, I am glowing as a result. Yes, but uh, not in that way. Um, uh-huh. but. Just before we got on the plane, yeah. there was an announcement saying you had to, all ladies have to put their handbags in their hand luggage if it will fit because uh, they're tight. So, um, Ian, sort of, you said that it, it would be necessary for me to stuff my massive the, handbag the into my bag. The intros to your stories are so long. Stop it. They're Yours are really long. I have to, this is why I do one liners because I have to jump in in between the breaths. Okay, well, just my, let me have some space, man. I'll give you some space. My so I stuffed the bag in, and space. obviously, in the meantime, I'd pressed down this thing. So as I zip up the bag, I can already feel it, and you can hear it. There's a no bit such as thing well. as a vibrating flannel. It's not a flannel. It's what a is face it? brush. Face brush. <laughs> I'll put a picture up on Twitter if you don't believe me. Yeah, go on. Then. Although it's probably got multiple uses. There's yes. also a, a massage side. Anyway, so. So my bag's buzzing, and of course on the... We were all buzzing. We were excited to, <laughs> to get on an aeroplane. On the tiled floor as well. You could hear it against the floor. The whole bag was like... Then she, then she sat on it. <laughs> I did not sit on it. For 20 minutes, but, I had to delay the flight. But I, I kept feeling... Right, and the thing is, because it times itself, you know, like some um, electric toothbrushes will, will go... When they cha- when it's to change what part of your, fa- your mouth Now you you're do. giving too much detail, almost no, but, as if it's not true. No, it's true. <laughs> so as I'm pulling along, I'm thinking, right, that's one. That's two. Yeah. Please, please be over by the time we get up to the actual two what, desk. Orgasms? No, two sections of the timer. Okay. Right? And then okay. it turns itself off, is yeah. what I'm thinking. Please turn okay. yourself off. Because I'm pulling this along and it looks dodgy as. Yeah. And as we got up to the desk, it was still going. <laughs> Thankfully, people were talking quite loud. But uh, it, it was a hairy moment. <laughs> Was it? Okay, I, don't, I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, yeah, we don't approve of waving vibrators or hey diddle diddles. Oh. On television and poking people in the ear with them. No, 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 not poking them. No, that's, that's what they were doing. That's unhygienic. You get um, uh, a sexually transmitted disease in your ear. <laughs> Imagine that. You get syphilis of the ear. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. Let's, well, let's go. Let, we're, we're on a, a dirty trip. Let tip. Let's get in there. <laughs> Meant to do this last night. Uh, top ten sex fantasies revealed by sexpert Tracy Cox. Oh, yeah. We've had Cox before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. We, we, we? We love Cox. She's one of the most famous. We love Cox on this show. Um, Tracy Cox here for Mail Online. What are you thinking, darling? We, we need some appropriate... Um, yeah, We need some appropriate music. music. Um, let's get some appropriate music. Here we go. Um, here we go. Uh, okay, this, this could be good. Um... There we go, we're in. Oh. Wow. Yeah. 
I've got a mouth for a sausage. Dick. Aren't your balls normally held back by your All willy? right, okay, guys. Shantipone. You are a pervert. Shag a pony. You can pack that in as soon as you like. What are you thinking, darling? We ask. Snuggle. That's by the way. That's, that's, I've just, I've just live mixed the theme to any sex talk we do on the show. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best theme to a section section ever, uh, and it's going to be spelled S E X T I O N E R E C T I O N. Sex erection. Sex erection. Sorry. Sex erection. Don't get it. Sex erection. <laughs> what are you thinking? This is written by Tracy Cox. Cox! Ah! What are you thinking, darling? We ask, snuggled up romantically on the sofa, one head on his shoulder. Uh, um, how much I love you? He replies. Liar! Yeah, right. Far more likely... Gosh. <clears throat> Sorry. Far more likely he's imagining a sexual sandwich with him stuck between you and your best friend. What? More likely he's thinking, I wonder what time she's going to bed so I can play PS4. I mean, that's that's probably... Can I finish that Bob Dylan documentary or is she going to get also, annoyed? Also, my best friend is uh, Ian. <laughs> 96% of us fantasise. What are the other 4% doing? They're asleep. But men and women's fantasies are very different. Women's fantasies tend to be more involved than men's asses. Men's are, sorry. Which makes sense. We read more. What? Are generally more imaginative. What? Women read more and are generally more imaginative than men. What a I mean, we're subjected to more crap. Yeah, if you count Catherine Cookson oh. and the instructions on a tampon box, <laughs> then yeah, you guys read more. Oh, that's rude. I think t- tampons are not rude. Um, it's to do with something as woman's uh, monthly blood cycle. Oh my god! <clears throat> this is taking a very unsavoury turn. I do apologise. Yeah. Women are uh, we women. We read more, are generally more imaginative, and need more varied sim- stimulation to arouse us. Our fantasies almost have a almost always have a plot. Oh, <laughs> do they? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. There's scene setting, character development, <laughs> and a narrative arc. I think she's crediting her fellow woman with a little bit too much there. Uh, this is this is nonsense. Men go for instant action and are more sexually explicit. They fast forward straight to the naughty bits, and the entire fantasy is often simply bits sliding into bits. Oh, in graphic detail. Incorrect, Cox. Cox does not know Cox. It would appear they'll often have one simple image rather than a video. This is like in the mind. It means. And it's often of someone they think they could pull in real life. Even men's idea of the perfect fantasy girl see the side box. Women have a side box? What? Oh, it means in the story, sorry. <laughs> Isn't, sorry, I, I'm so sorry. I thought, I, I thought, have I missed something here? Side box. Um, 
it, even men's idea of the perfect fancy girl isn't dramatically different to what an average woman looks like. This is why amateur porn sites and live webcams with normal-looking girls are so popular with men. They like to think they've got a stab at the sex actually happening. All right, okay. Women, on the other hand, have no problems pr- picturing Bradley Cooper frothing them. Th- sorry, frothing at the mouth. What? For the chance to slide a hand up our skirts. I don't. I think anyone frothing at the mouth would be a little bit of a turn off. <laughs> What's the matter with him? Ah. Oh. Come and lick my frothy mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that smells funny. Um, <laughs> my saliva really stinks. Does your saliva... Can I smell your mouth? No! Please let me... Once I had such a... I think I had, like, chest... Lung infection or something, because when I breathed, it smelled so disgusting. And I, I, and I breathed through my nose on a friend once and made him sniff it. <laughs> and he, 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 he got out of the car and walked away. It was awful. Let me smell your breath. No. Please. No, no, Please. no. Let Sam smell your breath no. and then let me I lick his nose. I don't want to do this. What? Would you smell my breath? No. Please. Someone no. smell my breath. Some, let me smell no, someone's I'm, breath. The bonus is I can't smell it from across the desk. I have worked with people in the past. You can smell their breath from across the room. Okay. That is bad. Okay. So, you're going to let me smell your breath? No. Nope. Okay. Um, another significant difference. Women are more likely to fantasise a lot when we're having lots of sex. Men do it when they're not. This is by no means an exhaustive list of what the average man conjures up in his saucy daydreams. I'm not kidding either when I say the most popular male fantasy of all is likely to be... Revealed after this! <laughs> Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the, um telephone number if you want to give us a call. Very quiet on the phone calls. I think people are scared to phone us because it's just so horny. Oh my. Uh, let's get some more porno music on. There we go. There we go. Oh, I've just noticed something. Oh, I've just noticed something. What? What is this we're playing here? It's porno music. Is it? Right, Yeah. What don't you get in modern porn? Music. You don't get any music. Oh, I bet I know why. All the good composers are dead. No. Oh. Costs. Costs. Right, because there's no money in porn anymore. And they edit it uh, on to put on um, Brazzers and Pornhub and stuff. Also, if you whack it on one of these free sites, you could get done for a copyright infringement. Uh, but even with if it's music. especially composed music, you wouldn't. But there's no music. In, and before it was always, oh, there's somebody at, hang on, there's somebody at the door. Oh, hi. What's all that? But now it's just Doesn't like... does kill the mood a bit, having this kind of no, paper going wicked, on? No, it's wicked, it's wicked. It's, it's, it's working for me right now. <laughs> right, so, please someone call in, because this is... This is I'm, even I'm annoying myself. I'm not kidding when I say the most popular male fantasy of all is likely to be fantasies about you, Sam. What? No, just you. If there's one person most likely to appear in his sexual fantasies, it's you, his female partner. Nine out of ten of us have fantasised... I'm going to clip my back. Hang on. There we go. That better have been your back. That was my back. Nine out of ten of us have fantasised about our current romantic partner, and 51% do it often. His fantasies centre on things he's already done, 
Why is she painting men out to be completely unimaginative? I can come up with some great ideas in my head. His fantasies centre on things he's already done or would like to do to you and are a turn-on because available flesh and blood is sometimes more a turn-on than the unattainable. There's a good chance it has come true already. Um, okay. No, next one. Having a threesome and group sex. So is this is what men... Uh, uh, okay, this is, I think this is men's fantasies, right. 89% of people report fantasizing about threesomes. Straight men are far more likely to prefer the man-woman-woman combo, which is handy because straight women are more open to threesomes with other women than they are two men. This is very confusing maths. Can someone draw, draw a diagram, please? I've got no idea what's going on. It's highly likely you will be one of the three people, the female partner, I guess. People who have a partner often make them part of the threesome fantasy. Often, here we go again, predictably, it's you, your best friend, and him that star in it. That... <laughs> Cat's face! God, imagine. This is the, of course, the male, adult male equivalent of the childhood fantasy of being locked up in a candy store. Yeah? If having sex with one woman feels good, having sex with two must be double the fun. No, because one's sitting there like... Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Well, I could think of something they could do, but it was just... I feel pressurised when there's one... I feel pressurised when there's one woman there. There's two. Holy shit. And you know they're going to talk about it afterwards, especially if they're best friends. Uh-oh, ladies, no. Ladies, combo. Let, let me stop. You guys, you guys must be hungry, thirsty. I, I, we can take a break, make a cup of tea. I'll bring up some cheese sandwiches and some sausage rolls. That's great. I'll be one to be a also, good host. imagine, right? Every time after that you go out and they nip to the loo together, you know what they're talking about. Studies show the vast majority of men don't want and actually couldn't cope with such sexual demands in real life. I've received lots of emails over the years from men in an absolute panic because their girlfriend or wife has finally given in to their <laughs> constant pleas for a threesome. <laughs> Group sex fantasies are common for both sexes. They're a heady blend of exhibitionism, voyeurism, bi-curiosity and a human longing for excess. Um... Fantasy fellatio. Oh, my God. Wasn't he like a soul singer in the <laughs> 80s? Around about the same time as Glenn Medeiros. That was Latin music, wasn't it? <laughs> Giving or receiving oral sex is near the top of the list for both sexes. His, um, his fantasy has one vital ingredient. The woman doesn't do it to give pleasure. She does it to get pleasure. Worshipping his almighty penis. <laughs> Tracy Cox ever met a man? <laughs> she ever <laughs> has she ever met an actual <laughs> it's all night man? Penis. All rise for the penis! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Judge Rinder. <laughs> I mean, Judge Judy. Um, begging him to let her take it in her mouth. She accompanies the oral sex with lots of comments like. 12,000! 5,000! It won't happen again! No, with lots of comments like, God, it's huge. <laughs> Even though oral sex is something nearly all couples do, part of us secretly think of oral sex as dirtier than intercourse. Um, um, doing something new. Um, changing things up. Varying partners, positions, settings. And what we're doing is a popular male fantasy. His favourite fantasy position is doggy style. It's women's second favourite. <laughs> and he's also quite fond of imagining sex in the public place. See, that's wrong. I don't, 
but we know that that was, that's your thing. And it wasn't my thing! Right, well, ha hands up if you've had sex outside. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sam! <laughs> Sam! 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 It's a young people's thing, right? Sometimes you just... Sam the man! You, you can't... Whoa! You, you can't stop. Catherine's hand went up. Sam... Actually... It wasn't together, was it? <laughs> Sam, come on, come on, on the microphone, get on the ones and twos, spin those wheels of steel. T t tell us, tell us what happened. Um, so I lived opposite a public park. Boom. And... <laughs> <laughs> End of story. And it was just, it was, it was a why not sort of situation, walking, yeah. walking home, walking past it. Nighttime, yeah. I'd imagine it. Yes, yeah, it was, just, it was, it was sort of like... It's not like, get the kids off the swings. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would have been like two, two, three o'clock in the morning sort exactly. of time, climb over the fence to get in, because yeah. the place was locked. And, wow. um, yeah. Wow. Scared the crap out of me, though, when a fox came about <laughs> two feet away from you me. You're foxing. <laughs> <laughs> he joined in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, Kath we, Kath, we haven't got time to go into all of your... <laughs> there aren't that many, but... ...outdoor sexual uh, but, encounters. You know, let's just say I had a rural upbringing. <laughs> oh, rural. Sorry, I thought you... Sorry, I'm so sorry. I thought you said something completely different. That comes up next. Uh, anal sex. No, not doing it to you, rece receiving it himself. Gosh. Yes, really. There's a reason why pegging kits that include everything you need for a straight girl to penetrate her male partner are on the sex toy bestseller list. Nearly two-thirds of both men and women fantasise about it. Doesn't mean he has gay tendencies. The rectum... God. The rectum <laughs> is packed with supercharged nerve endings. And lots of men would love to investigate this underexplored hot zone, but don't dare ask. Hot zone. Fantasizing <laughs> about it is the next best thing. Wowzers. We'll find out what Paul and what Gary has to say on this after these messages. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's take a break from this filth to go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Sometimes I fantasize. That there's a lady with a strap on. Oh come on! <laughs> Speak for yourself. I've got to book a holiday for me and the family. Oh yeah. Went on to Airbnb with a wife. Yeah. She said, I want that one, book it, booked it, all good, paid it. Yeah. No, sorry, you're not coming. Oh, oh, they didn't want you to come, why? Paul's wife thinks all's hunky-dory, holiday on. is booked. Hang on, right, oh, this, is, this, is, this is changing uh, person, this is changing tense, I'm very confused. Okay, so she thinks that you've booked this Airbnb, but you've been rejected from the Airbnb because you did, yeah. you left um, uh, a poo-stained sheet at your previous and, uh, one. Who knows? Okay. Isn't, who it, knows? isn't it really upsetting when you get rejected mm. for a, a, a booking? Yes, it's, it's, it affected it, me deeply. It, it's it's gonna, hard it's not to take it personally. My wife out. <laughs> oh, sorry, hang on a minute. So when are you going away? Uh, August. Oh, you got plenty of time to sort another one out, I haven't you? Say that, you say that everything is booked. So I'm trying to book it. You know, I'm now looking in Spanish, trying to translate uh, habitación. Yeah. Hang on, Catherine, speak Spanish. She'll, uh, Kath, help him book a holiday. I can help you book a holiday. She'll pop round tomorrow if you Where want. Where are you trying to book it? In uh, Galicia, Galicia, the north of Spain. You wouldn't think that would be massively. I mean, 
Well, you say that. I wouldn't think it would be massively... Uh, no, it's not like you're trying to find somewhere in Benidorm. Related. Yeah. No, I think in Benidorm they do have capacity. Yeah, but just... capacidad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can't find... What, you're saying oh, all of the other Airbnbs have gone in that region? Yes. They seem to have. They seem to have. And I've rented out our house. Already on Airbnb. Yeah, I'm going to go absolutely mental. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're screwed. When, uh, I, I can imagine you leaving it until you arrive in Spain and you, you, you'll actually go, go to the property and go, well, I, I, we should, they should be letting us in. She said she... Hello, excuse me. <laughs> there's another family in. This is outrageous. Do you remember those holidays where you don't quite know where you're going to stay? Yes, it's guaranteed three-star flights and accommodation, but you don't know where you're staying until you get there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? The old bit of malarkey that was. Have you considered going with something other than Airbnb? There's a, there's a place called... Yeah. There's Home to Go. Have you looked at that? I haven't been on Home to Go. I've been Home and Away. I've been on Booking. That's a TV programme. Have you heard no. of... There's a great thing. I found a great thing, uh, Paul. What was it called? Oh, what's it called? Oh, yeah, it, it's um, it's called a hotel. I don't know if you've heard of a hotel. 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 Uh, it's like a sort of big, it's like a big building, and, and you kind of rent a room for... What, apartments? You rent an apartment in the apartment block? That's kind, kind, of. kind of, yeah, but a maid comes and cleans your sheets and you have to eat with scumbags. All you can eat? And all the sheets you can change? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, mate, yes, do it. I'm there. I'm all in. All the sheets you can change. Yep. What, 200 quid a week? Sounds about right, mate. We've, I think we've just solved your problem, Paul. Well You're done. You're welcome. Congratulations. Or as they say there, de nada. De nada. 0344 499 is the... T- I is- find it strange when um, men mm. or women get into scrapes like this and haven't told their partner... First of all, the first thing you do is tell your partner, isn't it? Well, I, I, I get it. I get it. Um, he wants to he wants to be the big man. He wants to sort it out. He wants everything to be right for the woman that he used to love when he married <laughs> her. But it is, there is something. There must be a, there's probably a German word for the feeling you get when your booking is rejected on Airbnb. Yeah, it's scheiser. <laughs> I always write really groveling we, I'm coming, because we're going to Rome, right? And we've booked an Airbnb for the boys. I'm thinking I might change it, actually. It's something a little bit closer, or maybe a hotel. And um, we would, I'm bringing my young children to your fabulous city and your wonderful country. It's something I've never seen before. And I would like to share this moment with my two young boys. I'm a divorced dad and I don't get to spend as much time. This whole thing, I just got right. Me and my boys would like to come and stay in your place. Is that okay? How's about it? How's about it? Um... Do you remember when we were trying to book a place in uh, New York and they kept rejecting us and then we realised why? It's illegal in New York. Yeah. So as soon as we said we were going to do a radio show yeah. for them, they're like, oh no, sucker. Yeah, they, bu- they would book it until we said it's, we're going to be doing a radio show. And, they, and then they, all of a sudden it became unavailable. It's illegal in New York. What is that for? Terrorism? You no, reckon? a subletting. Right. It's okay. deemed to be subletting. Terrorism. Is that the reason? No. Ta- 9-11. Tax, I guess. 9-11. Okay, well, what? that's a shame. In that, if we don't allow it because of 9-11, then they've won. They've won. They've taken our freedoms to rent out properties, to sublet our properties. Um, if I book somewhere on Airbnb, uh-huh. can I, I cancel it. I get my money back, don't I? I don't know if you get it all back. I think you get it. I think you get most of it. I might it get depends somewhere. how quickly you do it, I suppose. I might get somewhere a little bit closer in the heart of 
Oh, I've got books. Anyway, right. I'm, I'm, you don't need to know this, guys. You don't need to know this. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We were, oh, yeah, we were listening to Eruption. works that works better than it should do let's go back to cox uh another fantasy um watching you have sex with another man a surprising number of straight married men about 58 percent have cuckold fantasies wow. meaning they find the prospect of their wives having sex with other guys to be sexually arousing cuckold porn is second only to youth in straight men's searches of porn sites that's that is, uh, I, I, we talked about this the other day. I do not get the stepdaughter, stepmom, step stepsister no. has sex with her stepbrother. I don't. I do not get that. I get that it's all based in. Okay, as we've been sort of establishing throughout this com- this very uh, il- illustrated conversation, um, people are watching things that they don't necessarily want to act out or dare act out yeah. in real life. Okay, and and also they want an element but, of forbidden. It, it's got to be yeah. a little bit dirtier than what they would dare to confess to in real life, which is why they're not doing it now, right? Yeah. But that one is, you know, John Ronson put it perfectly. It's it's incest by smoke and mirrors. It's that thing that yeah. to me feels. It's not just dirty. It's you know, gr- like proper grotty. Uh, um, um, why is it so popular? Some say it's an eroticization of every man's fear his wife will cheat. Scientists think it could be sperm competition. What? Men report thrusting faster. And deeper during sex when they suspect their partner has cheated, presumably as a way of displacing rival sperm. What the hell is this? Let's go to Gary. Good evening, Gary. Hello. Hello, Gary. Yeah, hello. Hello, Gary. I'm a bit drunk. Okay, could you switch your radio off, drunk Gary? Right. Switch the yeah, radio. Switch, switch. Yep, it's off. What can we do for you, drunk Gary? I'm just a bit drunk. Right. Show off. You coming to rub what? it in? Show off. Okay. Okay. Is it good that you're drunk or is it bad that you're drunk? It's bad. Why is it bad? It's just been just a lonely time. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Are you getting drunk all the time or just tonight? All the time. Oh, mate. Well, that's not going to help things, is it? No. No. So what can we do for you tonight, Gary? Oh, I don't know. All this talk about threesomes and stuff is probably making you feel even lonelier. (laughs) Or maybe hornier. Would it help if I did it in a German accent? No. No, wouldn't help. What can we do for you tonight, Gary? How can we help you? Uh, you can't really. I just thought I'd phone. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. Why don't, listen, why don't you go to bed? Uh, yeah, I probably will. I think it'll be a good idea. Go to bed. What are you doing tomorrow? You got anything planned for tomorrow? No. No? Nothing at all. Can you go out? Can you get out of the flat or the house, or can you can you go and do? Can you go and meet a friend? Can you go and see a film? No, got no friends. Aye. I'm a sad dog. You're a what? 
I'm a sado. I'm a sado too, brother. We, we're sados together. Go out. Whereabouts? I've got no friends, no family. Oh, mate. Nothing. Hmm. How old are you, no. Gary? 55. Oh, I was going to say 54. I was going to say 54 and I didn't. <laughs> oh, 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 that's annoyed me. Right. I was going to say 54. Um, 55. 55. Okay. Um, what do you, is there, um, hmm, hmm, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's bad. Yeah. It's really bad. You're not going to do anything silly tonight, are you, Gary? No. 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 Shut up, you idiot. No, of course I'm not, you bloody idiots. Good. Good. I've got epilepsy and diabetes. Okay, well, so I'm, I'm guessing the booze is, is not going to help those things either, is it? No. No, okay. Definitely not the epilepsy. Hmm. Gary, Gary, Gary. Um, well, you know you can phone the Samaritans, right? Yeah. And that you, if, you get, if you're literally going insane because you've got no one to talk to, you can phone the Samaritans. Whereas you come on here, you're on here for a few minutes. Samaritans, you can stay on there for hours if you want. And you can talk about anything. You haven't got to talk about, you know, feeling down. Or you can talk about anything you want. What's the number for them? Have you got a pen and paper? Hold on. Get a, pe- get a pen and paper, because I think they might do you the world of good tonight. Really? Yeah, I think they might do, actually, yeah. And they'll talk to me? They'll talk to you, yeah. They can't give you advice or anything, but it's just someone you can phone up and talk to. Right, OK. You got a pen right. and paper? Yeah. Really easy number. One, one, six... Right, one, one, six. One, two, three. One, two, three. Read it back to us, Gary, just make sure you got it. Yeah, one, one, six, one, two, three. Why don't you put the phone down on me now? Yeah, I'm going to. And give them a call. Here's the thing, right, if you don't like it or it freaks you out, you can just put the phone down on them. They won't mind. Okay. You can give them a different name. They one, won't know. One, two, three. That's it, mate. Uh, give, give them a call. What day are we on today? Thursday. And maybe give us a call either tomorrow or Monday next week and just, just let us know you're all right. You don't mind? Of course I don't mind, Gary. No, it's a pleasure to take your calls, mate. Okay. All right. Get, and then Thanks, get some sleep and we'll speak soon. Okay. Thank Ch- you. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There's a lot of it about this loneliness. Mark, we'll come to you after the news if that's all right. There's a lot of it about this loneliness. Um, I get it. Samaritans are great. It, it may not be... I, I was just thinking on my feet there. There may not be... It'll be a good little starting block for him. It'll be a good little starting block. Um, we'll carry on going through this list. Anything else you want to call about, dear listener, you know how it works. 03444991000. This is The Late Night Alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. When the revival of the monkeys started in 1980, it was the rerun of the TV. Whoa, hang on a minute. Something's playing there. You? It sounded like you. All right, it could be me. It could be me. Is it a recording of yourself you like to listen to? Hang on, let's try that again. All right, hang on a minute. I do like to listen to recordings of myself. I've got a very relaxing (laughs) voice. Here we go. Oh, Oh, it's gone. The moment's gone. The moment's gone now. Ruined. Moment's gone. Let me know whose fault that was. Yours. Oh, three, four, four. Sam's getting it tonight. Well, we, we, he's been, we're not near a park, so he probably isn't. Oh, three, 
<laughs> Four, there's that, that cackle. cackle. I love it. Yeah, the, the studio, this twenty-five million pound studio, is so badly built that you can hear everything that goes on in the control booth. It's not soundproof. Why would it be? It's only a tradition in radio. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel we've had a good show if you can hear Sam cackle through the glass, and, and we did just then. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night alternative, talking all kinds of things. There, we can talk about loneliness. If you want to give us a call about that, a very um, honest. Uh, call from, uh, it, was, it was Gary, wasn't it? Yes. Gary, I'm terrible with names. It was uh, Gary who's feeling lonely. I get that. I get that. I get, keeping myself busy seems to be the key to avoiding loneliness, and I've been very busy at the moment. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's tough, and sometimes you're surrounded by books and DVDs. Oh, I got sent the Ruttles, so we can, we can watch the Ruttles. I also got, I bought the big train. Uh, DVD because I never really watched it when it was on at the time. I, I, I remember I remember bits of it, but we were talking about that with um, Katie Buckrick because um, Hall, Hall and Oates are detectives in it. So I've got that. But you can be surrounded by all this stuff and still feel you can be in a room full of a thousand people and still feel very lonely uh, indeed. Uh, let's go to Mark. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. How are you? Very, very well, Mark. What can we do for you on this fine... Well, I've not finished speaking. This fine Thursday evening, sir. Over to you. So I've got a couple of things. Yes? So after last night, after that guy who didn't really understand um, disabilities... Yes. Oh, yeah, that was that, Adam or Alex. I think. Yeah, yes, Adam. Adam, yes. Or whatever his name was. Yes. Um, so today, some of the people that I support have been on this thing called... A one walk. A what? So basically, so one walk. Yeah. So if Catherine looks at her Twitter, I've just tweeted her a little bit about it. I like how you tweet to me, not him, because you know I'm the sensible one. I've blocked this guy (laughs) for being a scumbag. (laughs) I don't know if I don't know. If I, I got it. I don't know. If I, I got it. One walk supporting people with learning disabilities. Oh yeah. Nottinghamshire County Council. Oh. It was great. Some of the some of the people that I support was going into the street and talking to random people about their disabilities. Yeah. Oh, and so w- this old. Go on. Sorry, one, I interrupted. No, you can. No, no, you carry on. Then I'm going. I'm going to ask questions after. Sorry. So one of the lads that I support, we went and spoke to this old lady. Oh, it was so funny. Her face was a picture. Yeah. Because I think she might have been a bit ignorant towards it before, but he was talking to her for a good twenty minutes. Yeah. And then she then she said that she was going to find somewhere to volunteer. Oh, oh. so let, right. Which so this is really a walk w- with a mixture of able-bodied and I, I, what, what, what do I say? Disabled people with learning disabilities. People with learning disabilities. Thank you very much indeed. Sorry for, for getting the terminology wrong. I try and get it right. Um, <laughs> and what they just what they what went for a walk around the park and it, it gave them. No, no. So a walk around Mansfield Town Centre. Yeah, Mansfield. Yeah, that's where. Okay, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I know Mansfield. I've got a good, good friend. My friend Watco lives in Mansfield. And oh, Ian Watco. Ian Watco Watkins. Yeah. Yeah, I know Ian. He's a good friend of mine. Um, and um, what they just walk around and they just just so they, chat. So, yeah, so they did a, like a, a little parade and then they had a little stage and some of them did talk. Oh. It was it was really interesting. It's the first one I've been to. Yeah. But yeah, so what that was sounds, your question? No, that was, uh, that's, uh, that sounds, um, that's a brave old, th- what, was just like the little stage up in the high street or something, was it? Yeah, yeah, like in the middle of the oh, town centre. that's a brave thing to get up on a stage in the middle of the town centre and start talking about personal stuff. Well yeah, done it, to it everyone was, who did it. It was really nice, though. Yeah, I, oh, I bet it was great. 
just think it takes um takes nerves and courage it or takes balls. it takes balls and it takes vaginas <laughs> we must, I, I was going to say it takes balls and i realized that's quite a, a, a patriarchal statement so i don't know what it takes balls and it takes lips takes oh my god well i want to make it ovaries would be the alternative ovaries are not the same as balls they are they're your kind of balls no we're talking about the things that hang down well it's the same thing but they're in uh your lady balls Balls and lips. my lovely lady balls and mark did you speak to anyone there well, I, w- I was walking around with a lad that I was supporting, and I, and I, and I spoke to a couple of people. Yeah. So, like, if there was two people, so he would talk to one of them, and I was talking to the other. Yeah. But I wish that Alex or whatever his name would would have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, they would have really opened his eyes. Well, maybe I think his issue. I, I don't know if his issue was to do necessarily with learning difficulties. I think his issue may have been to to to, to naively think that it was impossible for people to fall through the cracks, whatever yeah. the situation. That was the main thing, right? The, the people yeah. that you support are fortunate in the fact that they've been picked up and they are getting the yeah. support they need. Whereas there are loads of people, particularly older generation, that we kind of discussed yesterday, mm-hmm. where they were looked after by their families, and so they don't come up on any lists. And that's the problem. You know. When they're looked after by the families, the system's just not interested. No. And by the time they need them, you know, they're, they're old older people who got stuck in the ways and yeah. they, they think that they've they don't realise that they could do with some help, that's the other thing because yeah, it's been made, the, the people have made a, a great effort to ensure that they don't feel any different from anyone else, you know Hey Mark, thank that's you that's what that trade was all about Yeah. Well thank you for sharing that, that's, um, that's uh, really yeah. uplifting I, I appreciate the call man, thank you yes, all right. Take care, bye bye, there you go that's nice, well, there's this, this is a little video that's doing the rounds um uh, there's this protest at the, um... Yeah, I've seen that. If it's the video I'm thinking of, is it the MP escorting, uh, oh, protester out? Oh, flipping heck. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's bad, isn't it? It looks bad. MP Mark Field shoves... Conservative MP Mark Field shoves a protester against a pillar, then grabs her by the neck and shoves her out of the mansion house dinner after climate change protesters interrupted the banquet. Let's have a little watch of I, that again. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, 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 Mark, sorry, mate, no, that's assault, that's assault, no, 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 all right, maybe they shouldn't have been there, maybe they shouldn't have been there, obviously they shouldn't, first of all, your security wasn't good enough then, if they managed to get in. I can't think of an instance where you would grab someone by the neck like that. An old man, 50s, early 60s, grabs a young woman, early 20s. Actually, it doesn't really make that much difference, but I'm saying it to be descriptive. And, and, and perhaps in my old-fashioned head, it feels like it does make a difference. Round the neck, pushes her against the pillar, turns around, then grabs her on the back of the neck. Round the throat, first of all, sorry. Pushes her against the pillar, turns her around, grabs the back of the neck, tight grip on the back of the neck and marches her out. Pushes her out that's, by That's a sort, mate. Yeah. That's assault. That's assault. That's a member of parliament doing that. That's one of the, the idiots that, that voted for either Johnson or Hunt. That's no, 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 mate. That's not what you do. That's not what you do. That is out of order. What a world we live in. Man, like, can we finish this goddamn sex list, please? I don't know. I completely lost it now. <laughs> let me, let me, let me work on it. I can, there we go. There we go. Right. No, this, I don't want this, this music. Um, Get Dick Dagger's theme. Here oh we go. my word! Hi, this is Ron Jeremy. You're listening to Porno Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Also, Ron Jeremy. 
That's weird. That's a weird. Um, that's a weird idea. There was who was the pop star that looked like him? Oh yeah. Pass, DJ. pass, easy pass. I'm gonna take that baby down the glass. I'm gonna take down and haul on you. I'm gonna do what I do when I do it to you. I said, pass, pass. We had him on the show and he got really annoyed when I said he looked like Ron Jeremy. Pass, uh, pass, pass, easy pass. I'm gonna dive that baby down the glass. I'm gonna hit baby. What was his name? E well, it's a good song. Easy pass. Harmar Superstar. Here we go. Here we go. Har this, do you know this song? This is a great song. Pass, pass, easy <laughs> Great song. It's the wrong song. That's the wrong song. Although here we go, here we go. This is it. Dash, dash, easy pass. I'm gonna ride that tunnel to the baby's head. You keep it locked down. Throw away the key. My second home oh. is known as New York City. It's him with Ron Jeremy. Yeah, oh, as right. if he knows he looks yeah. like Ron Jeremy. New York City. This is a great song, isn't it? I wonder where Harmar Superstar is these days. Harmar Superstar sings oh, Sam Cooke 2018 tour. Whoa! <laughs> can't be right, can it? Hang on a minute. Uh, let's let's uh, Sam Cook, Harmar superstar. Let's see if we can find any footage. Uh, um, here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's so let's um, let's let's. Uh, this is totally lovely. We're going down the Harmar superstar rabbit hole. Who'd have thought it? Here we go. We oui, FM. Gone to a soul, turns into a soul singer. He's all right. He was a nice guy when I met him. Really nice guy, actually. Okay, we get the idea. Uh, please let us. Um, but anyway, yeah, Ron Jeremy. How did he get successful? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know the legend. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Please let us finish this. So Tracy Cox is. <laughs> Doing this for an hour, flipping heck, man. Tracy Cox, men's fantasies, watching others have sex. We're all closet voyeurs to a point. Few people would be able to stop themselves looking at a couple having sex if they were guaranteed not to get caught, mainly because sex is private and mostly hidden. Sure, he can watch porn, but it's rare he gets to see see the real thing. Watching people have sex in real life is more fascinating than porn because it makes for more realistic uh, comparisons. We all love to think we're great in bed. And watching other people means we can see how we rate on the best lover chart. There's a chart? <laughs> Hosted by Bruno Brooks. It also Coming hits... in at number one. <laughs> there was the cackle. Down two places. There we go. Oh, steady on. Steady on. Steady on. <laughs> and we got a new entry. Now, it also hints... Knocking at... in off the top spot. It also hints at sexual confidence and narcissism. He imagines himself in the same situation. Okay, fine. Being seduced by an attractive older woman. See, that was my fancy for a long time, but now an older woman for me is someone like John Collins or something. 
getting on a bit. It's fine when you're in your tw- teens and your 20s. You're 46, it's like, flipping it. All right, Grandma. It starts with his teacher who gave him wet dreams while growing up. Never had one. Never had one. And continues long after. I was terrified of having a wet dream when I was a kid. Never had one. Really? Yep. Almost every man at some point in his, life, in his life fantasizes about sleeping with an older woman and lots take it through to real life. Older women are perceived as being sexually experienced. He figures she'll take control and be brilliant at everything she does. She's likely to earn more money and the fantasies are often set in more affluent circumstances. Um, um, it's not, if he's not particularly confident and suffers from performance anxiety... He's even more likely to enjoy this fantasy. Men figure the older a woman is, the more likely it is she'll have seen it all. She's much less likely to ridicule him if his penis doesn't behave the way he wants it to. And that is the end of that story that went on for much too long. Dear God. Ay, 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 ay. Uh, 03444991000. In the last five minutes, we've had learning disabilities... We've had being seduced by older women, and we've had Hamar superstar. This is some, this is some show, guys. You're not going to get this anywhere else. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You phone, uh, you phone up. Cost you pennies, if anything at all. You speak to Sam behind the glass. He takes your name and number and gives you a call straight back. It's as simple as that. This is the late night alternative every weeknight from ten on Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Those, uh, those Jim Broadbent carvings, huh? Yeah, what's that? What's that, Jim? Jim, what are you doing there? Ooh. Jim, are you okay? Jim, can I write that home to your mum? If you've not seen them, Google Jim Broadbent carvings. I've tweeted it, Kathy Birch just tweeted it. Ooh. No, no. There's something. He makes these, he carves these wooden people. They're about four or five feet tall in his garage shed. Dresses them, puts makeup on them, hair on them. And they're bloody awful. And terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Imagine having one of those in your garage. Never mind the whole gang. Absolutely hideous. I can't, I can't sleep. What's, it, what's he doing there? Imagine if when he dies, they cut open one of those <gasps> dolls and there's like a person in there who looks like that. Yeah. It's like a real person. And he, this is the, these are the, the coffins he's making for the people <laughs> he has murdered. <laughs> Wasn't there a film with that in it? Was nope. it Saw? Nope. Yeah. Nope. There were, oh, no, I know what it was. In one of the new Buffy, uh, one of the new Sabrina Teenage Witches. Oh right, okay. Yeah, there was a, a mean Father Christmas who was um, nicking children and turning them into um, uh, installations for wow. his uh, grotto. Yeah, there's a great film. Have I watched with you? After Hours. It's got the lad in it who's uh, the one that doesn't die in American Werewolf. Is the, the werewolf from American Werewolf right. in London? What's his name? He was like big for a, for a bit. Now I think he's a movie director. Don't Google it. Let's try and work this out. Hang on a minute. Let's bring um, bring our friend Nelly into the conversation. It's a funny name. It's like da 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 da. It's four, two syllables and two syllables. It's like Lancey Hendricks. It's not Lancey Hendricks. Nelly. Yeah. Who was the wolf? Who played the the werewolf in America? Sorry. 
sorry, you've set my dogs off. They can hear me talking, and they're, they're like, what's well, going on there? Well, no, well, I, I, well, I've not set your dog. Well, don't accuse me of setting your dog. I thought you were doing a werewolf impression. Well, I didn't want to let anybody know my secret, and oh, now it's yeah. out on national radio. Who was the young man that played the werewolf in American Werewolf in London? Haven't got the foggiest. It was like, um, Rico Spangles. Uh, Nickel Nickel Banders. Mm? It was. I can see him. Oh, I'm going to have to look on Twitter where someone will have told me the answer. I feel terrible. Um, um, no, they haven't. Uh, have I got to Google it? I'll, I'll Google it. Google it. And then Griffin Dunn. So it's two syllables and one syllable. Griffin Dunn. You could see how I make that mistake. Griffin Dunn. Google him. You'll recognise his face. He's a great actor. He's a good actor. And um, there's a film called After Hours where you recognise him now. Yeah, obviously. It's got um, Terry Garr in it, who is just, you know, wow. And it's him trying to... He goes out on a date and he can't get back home. And it's just a nightmare. And he gets framed for a murder. It all happens in one night. And it's funny and it is bleak. And who directed After Hours? Um, It's a famous director. It's not Scorsese. Is it Scorsese? Sorry, Nelly, we will, we're, we're with you in a second, I promise. Hang on. After Hours film. Is it Scorsese? Um, yeah. It was Scorsese, yeah. It's a great film, and it's kind of overlooked in the Scorsese canon. It is a great film. You're thinking maybe you've seen it now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm wondering whether I have. It's so good. It's so good. Anyway, Nelly, I do apologise for keeping you waiting. I'm now going to have to look see if I can get the DVD for cheap. I do apologise for keeping you waiting, Nelly. What can we do for you and indeed your dogs? Oh, no, they're all right. They've gone to sleep again. But wow. uh, this is my first ever call, so I'm a little bit nervous. Oh, thank you very much for calling. We appreciate it. We will try and put you at ease. Um, <laughs> you're doing very, very well so far putting up with our nonsense. Oh, no, it's lovely nonsense. Thank you very much. Um, I was I tweeted you yesterday because you were talking about lighthouses. Oh, and yeah. And I said that my dad was a lighthouse keeper. Oh, 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 yes, you did. Tell me more, tell me more. Well, I've got... It's only a sweet little story, but I think little tiny sweetnesses can make your life a bit nicer, can't they? Yeah. Oh, no, listen, I, I, I'm a big fan of lighthouses. Uh, I've got a lot of respect for our brave lighthouse men, there aren't any now. No, I know good. exactly. And this was what we discovered at the end of yesterday's show. Heartbreaking. Yeah, Heartbreaking. I know. But the, my little story is that, and not many people can claim this, but yeah. um, when I was born, um, my dad had come down to the hospital to see me and he phoned up his uh, colleagues in the lighthouse and they were so overjoyed that they set the foghorns off. Really? Oh, yeah. And so there was some confused chipping around in 1976 because they were like, "Where's the fog?" But they just blasted the area because I'd been born. <laughs> uh, are they allowed? Are they allowed to do that? Do I? I mean, how? I don't want to know, you know your age, but I, I mean, how far back does this go? Can we? 76. Right? Can we report this? I mean, no. I think they're fine now because it's all automated and there's nobody around. Uh, and we don't have foghorns anymore. Please tell me you've still got a key somewhere that you the, the, to your dad's lighthouse that you've you've never thrown away and just just one night you're thinking maybe maybe you'll go back and try that key. Well, it's funny because there's the the lighthouse keeper cottages you can rent now and stay there on holiday. 
This is it now, but that doesn't mean you're staying in the lighthouse, does it? No, it's the accommodation. See, that's that's the con. You'd want you'd want to climb. I think up. you can, it, by arrangement, have a little bit of a a looky round. Did you ever? I mean, so was he? Did you, you did you live near the light? So you lived in the cottage, obviously. So your family? No, lived... no, no. We we live further down, sort of near the beach. And, yeah, but it's only a, a few minutes away. Okay. But I think he was one of the junior lighthouse keepers. So the main lighthouse keeper stayed up in the accommodation with his family. Oh, okay. And was there like a big culling of? You know, did they all suddenly get a letter one day saying, "All right, guys, well, thanks for your service, but we're going to get machines to do it now." I don't know. I think they gradually phased it out. I think our one went fully automated in the nineties. Yeah. So, um, and so dad was dad was there, sort of, yeah, mid seventies. So, um, but they were trying to phase it out, and then uh, I don't think there's any anywhere now. Hey. Did people ever live in the lighthouses, or is that something from you know storybooks? Yes, I think they did. Yeah. Um, there's there's a really great French photographer called. Um, I think it's Jean Guichard, I think. Right. And he takes, uh, he's famous for taking photographs of lighthouses in France in, in the middle of storms. Yeah. And there's, I don't know if you can Google it, but there's I'm a doing brilliant photo. Oh, they're incredible. Of a, yeah. of a guy, and he's a lighthouse keeper, and he's just come out of his yes. door to see what's going on. Behind him is the most enormous wave about to break over. It's funny, I saw that on Twitter, it must have been yesterday or the day before, and with a, with a thing that said underneath, amazingly, he survived. Yeah, no, he just shut the door in time and went back in and it crashed over. Yeah, look. Right, okay, I am, I don't know what I'm looking at, I, okay. There's a man standing in the oh, doorway yeah. there. I am, I'm starting a new feature, Nelly, which you're going to feature in very, very heavily. Um, I am building up a team of correspondents, right? Right. Uh, would you, it would be a great honour for me to have you as a the first correspondent on this show but also would you consider being our lighthouse correspondent oh certainly yeah i think i've got the skill set and i've also Dude. got you know people around me that i can uh, talk oh, to about the issues raised by these phallic symbols on rock whoa so, there we go. Nelly she brings it round nelly took it there nelly well, took sorry, it there this whole thing, this whole show has been filth from start to finish. I've been trying to steer it away. It's Catherine, and now it's you. Gosh. I've got another bit of filth. Can I just share it with Catherine? Please. please. Oh, please do, yeah. Um, well, I hate Facebook, but I went on there today, and there's these horrible little question things going around, that, and it says, um, the name of your fufu <laughs> is the last box set you watched, and mine was Chernobyl. Oh, my word. Chernobyl fall off. What yeah. was mine? What was the last well, box set? Do. Lost. No. Yeah. The last well, box set I watched. But, I mean, ooh. Oh. So, Go anyway, on. I thought that was appropriate for tonight. It was yours with Sabrina, wasn't it? Yeah, Sabrina. That was a cute name. <laughs> it's a sweet little name. <laughs> it's better than Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> a radioactive dump that no one wants to visit anymore. No. Well, there's some truth to that, I'm sure. Nelly, thank you very much indeed. That's our first correspondent. If you want to phone up and be a correspondent, you can. But you can't phone up and be a lighthouse correspondent. That gig is gone. Al has just tweeted us that Griffin Dunn uh, and his sister were murdered. What? Not true. His sister was murdered. Griffin Dunn was not murdered. But yes, his sister sadly was murdered. After Hours is a great, great movie. I'm wondering if there's like a... They should do like a double disc... Um, special edition kind of thing, but it doesn't appear that they have, which is um, 
which is a shame. Some movie. We should do a, 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 a um, picture show again one day. Yeah, we I was thinking a, about that. They yeah. were fun, weren't they? I want to do My Cousin Vinny is the next one. Oh, yeah. That's a great film. But then maybe we could do After Hours. It's, 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 it's some film. 0344-499-1000, Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. You're not supposed to acknowledge these things, but I will do. Someone set up a Twitter account just, just to send me a tweet. Oh. Send me a threatening tweet. They're always good, aren't they? Nigel from Maidstone is seeking legal advice regarding your treatment of him. Also, he is speaking to his local MP, who is actually a barrister by trade. How do you like your coffee? I'm not taking coffee, law of cabbages. I'm, you're blocked and you'll set up uh, more accounts. It's a very strange thing to do. Nigel isn't seeking uh, legal advice. And if he does, he's very, very mm-hmm. welcome to. I would happily, happily talk to... I would love to talk to a, a lawyer about Nigel's situation. And Absolutely. hopefully that might mean he gets the help that he deserves. So mm-hmm. thank you for flagging that up, although also, it's not actually Also, true. we've been speaking to his local MP too, so yeah. that should be um, yeah. nice to get our heads so together again. Stop, stop, stop trying to stir the ship about something you don't know. Stop posting anonymously. Give us a call if you want, 0344 499 1000, or just keep setting up multiple anonymous Twitter handles, you know, like an idiot and a coward. You can do that if you want. Let us go. Oh, I'm scared. Catherine, I'm scared someone using a picture of a cabbage as an avatar has sent me a tweet that I love, I'm going to go to prison! I don't get those because I've put a knob filter on my Twitter account. Yeah, I, I might put a knob filter on mine. Good evening, Nick. Ah, uh, hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. Hey, Nick. Hi, just going from the high brow of your call before the break to the low brow. Now. Okay, we love, um, love, love, the, we love high, we love the low. We love good, the brow. Good, good. Uh, I, I, I just basically switched on my radio 30 seconds and heard you talking about um, um, uh, um, the um, American Werewolf in London, that was it. Yes. And you talked about the actor. Griffin Dunn. Now... Ah, uh, well, that's it. I, I, I can't go online because my computer is in a deep, 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 because, deep... Because the police have seized it. Know. No, no. Because no, <laughs> your computer's in a what? At the minute. But as oh. I seem to remember, the guy who played the security officer in uh, Star Trek Enterprise, the one with Scott Bakula... Oh, yeah. He, he was also in American Werewolf in London. And okay. I'm wondering if that's the guy you were thinking about. I, Very slim guy, big big cheekbones. Well, now I have to... Now I don't know. Now I, I, now I don't know. I never watched... Or, or was he in American Werewolf in Paris? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, he, he, was, he was definitely in one of them. So, he was. He was. He's got big cheekbones, skinny guy. He was also in the Star Trek... Um, we've got Bakula. Right. He has a very hissy sort of voice to him. He sort of hisses. Well, let's hang on. I've now got to look up Griffin Dunn because <laughs> I mean, Griffin Dunn is the actor. So let's yeah, see. Dark if, hair, dark hair, right. thin yeah. face, big cheekbones. Well, okay. That could well be. It, yeah, I think it could be him. I can't remember his name, but I do recall seeing him in Star Trek like years later and thinking, hold on. Um, and I looked at him, and like he was very young when he when he was in American Werewolf. He must have it was it was, it was one of the early two. He must have been like about twenty, and then uh, twenty odd years later, he was in Star Trek. Uh, well, I don't but, know. Yeah. Uh, I can't see if anyone else could. I can't see Star Trek listed in his um, oh. his biog. 
So maybe Somebody not. Somebody listening probably knows who I'm talking about. Probably does. But what will happen, yeah. Nick, is someone's going to phone up and go, the fella that was in Star Trek with Scott Bakula, I think it was a guy that did um, this, uh, wasn't he in a film in the early 90s <laughs> about a boat? That's all we, we're just, it's just going to get more and more complicated <laughs> as it goes on, Nick. <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, what you're, that's what you're there for. <laughs> yes, I am. Nick, thank you very much for your call. It is, it is very, very much appreciated. Let's go to Sophie. Good evening, Sophie. Hello, Ian. How are you? Uh, hello, Sophie. I am fine. What can we do for you tonight, please? Uh, I'm sorry. I haven't been listening to the show what? live. What? So what I'm a this? terrible person. I'm on holiday in Greece. Oh, oh Greece. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. It is marvellous. Oh, and, God, you uh, show off. <laughs> I hate you. I, I hate you. I'd love to be in So, is this the radio bit. version of one of those sausage legs pictures that people do? You know, the Frankfurter legs where you just, <laughs> oh. someone lying down and oh, you can yeah, just see yeah. the sea behind them. Is it sausages or legs? Yeah. What have you eaten, right. please? Whereabouts in Greece are you? I'm in Kalamata. Okay, and what have you eaten? Um, what have I had? Some good fish. Ooh, Quite a lot. They of do it. They do it. Get some lamb. Have some, have some lamb. I'm a big fan of the lamb. Get some souvlaki. <gasps> yes. Yeah, they had some shish uh, at the hotel yesterday. That was really nice. Oh, do you know what? I had? Last time oh, I went to... Listen. Last time I went to Rhodes, yes, we, they gave us this cheap feta cheese with honey on it. Oy. Oy. Oh, oh, have the, have the honey for Have the honey and some fresh fruit for breakfast. Oh, Sophie! <laughs> Go on, sorry, I'm getting too excited. Turned on, and you're talking about correspondence. I am talking about correspondence. I'm going to introduce <laughs> correspondence to this show. So far, we have one. We have Nelly, who is the lighthouse. It's Lely. Sorry? Lely. She She's said, made herself known on Twitter. It's Lelly that's she been said tweeting us loads. Well, it's Lelly on Twitter. I've written down Nelly now. I can't change it. I can't change so it. Is this a time warp or something? What? It, what? What? Are you doing certain timed? We're not doing the five. What I used to do when I was when I did the drive time show on LBC fifteen years ago, I did the five thirty. I didn't want to do any features, so we didn't have any. We got rid of all the features, right? And mm. then I thought it would be funny to do an ironic feature. Um, you know, he's like, oh, you, oh, what they do now is at 12 past five, they have the business correspondent. So we invented the 5.38 daily correspondent update. And it would be, they, people would just, we had different correspondents and we would just take calls straight to air at 5.38 with a jingle and everything. And then we just, I think we just mix them in and they come and go, hi, I'm the table correspondent. And just that, you know, the world's biggest table has just been built in India. And that was it. That was pretty much how it went. So, but listen, Sophie, I'm not. I'm not against recycling ideas. I've, I've I, had my I best do, ideas. I completely agree. I am not objecting to this at all. I, I have had my best ideas. Right. I, I, I've had my best ideas. Let's reuse them. <laughs> what What would you like to be a correspondent? Would you not be a grass correspondent? A snitch? So grass. What, because you're recycling? Is that one? Because you're grassing me up to my fans. Oh, no. <laughs> That's all right. Would you like to be a correspondent? Uh, I could be a correspondent, yeah. Come sure, on, don't, sure, don't sure. pretend you didn't think you were going to get asked. <laughs> no, I didn't because I was on hold and I was going to speak to you about something else. Okay, well, we can do, and, can do uh, What correspondent would you like to be? So, I am a solo holiday traveller. Oh, tell me how you do it, because I struggle. I've only done it 
Well, I've done it abroad once. I've done it once. In, I've okay. only done it a couple of times. And when I went abroad, I hated it and I came home early. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. where did you go? I went to Morocco and it was Marrakesh and it was a dump. Um, bad, it was yeah, a bad that, call. I don't think that's the best time. I'm considering, I'm considering going to Japan in September, but I'm scared that I'll just, I'll waste it. So tell me how you do it. Well... I think that you book somewhere you know you're going to meet like-minded people. Oh, I don't want to meet people! Don't, <laughs> don't like I meeting don't, people! You're wrong. I haven't come away on way to meet people. I came away on my own. And every time I've done this, this is my sixth or seventh solo holiday, I always come away thinking, right, I'm going to read my book. I'm going to have really early nights. I'm not going to socialize i just want to really get my head down and uh oh, relax yeah and then i end up no and then i end up meeting people and you know socializing and having fun and then it becomes a whole different holiday hang on a minute hang on a minute hang on a minute catherine i'm afraid yeah. i have to as as i am i am your you're my best friend but i'm also the best friend of the listeners and i have to tell uh sophie what you just mouthed at me gosh she just oh. she just mouthed the word Slut. No, I didn't. Oh, well, sorry. Oh. What did you mouth? Sorry. Swingers. Swingers. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm miss. I'm I would not, never slut shame. I'm not very, posi I'm, sex positive. I'm not very good at lip reading. She mouthed the word <laughs> swinger at, at me, Sophie. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I, 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 I'm joking. She did. She did say swinger. She, are you? Are you a swinger? I just, haven't met any. So I am not a swinger. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, it's just that I have got to a point where uh, I don't have anyone to have go on holiday. Yeah, with. I know. I oh, I know that, um, really. It's just that the description sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You've still got a few days there. You never know. It might pick up. Um, but so how many, how many, uh, genuinely I'm fascinated, because I, 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 I didn't enjoy Marrakesh, and I am considering Japan, but I, it's got, it's a, it's a weird one. So how many times have you done this? Uh, this is, Mm, sixth or seventh. And you... Done. Uh, you... Where, where, is it like a hotel? Is it a complex? Is it an apartment? Where yeah, are you? Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's an activity-based holiday resort. Okay. So people come here for sailing and cycling and tennis. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Catherine, again, is... Please, we've oh, just... I'm not doing anything. I just went, no. oh, right. You, you did the, oh, right. That's what you <laughs> no, did. I didn't. No, I'm not going to do that silently. No, you do it very well silently. Ignore her, Sophie. Ignore her. You don't have to take a towel with you everywhere on this complex, do you? <laughs> it's not like, I promise it's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very activity-based. Yeah. Oh, I'm digging myself. No, <laughs> no but, it's, but it's water sports. <laughs> I just... Do you get to ride the big banana? <laughs> Stop it! This poor woman has phoned up. She's two hours, probably two hours ahead of us, and she's shattered. Oh, do, I, do, I have also we did a cocktail uh, masterclass thing. I, I've had a few. Oh, she's <laughs> here. We go. Here we go. All right, come on then. Come on then. Um, okay. And how long are you there for? A week I or two weeks? I recommend it. Um, so I'm here for one week. Okay. All right. Um, got here on Sunday, and it's just really great and i just want to say to people if anyone is thinking yeah. oh, I, you know i haven't got anyone to go on holiday with and i want to have a break if you book somewhere where there is uh, there are activities not those activities no 
<laughs> so then you can still go away and, and have a holiday and it shouldn't put you off. All right. If there's a single woman, it shouldn't put you off. All right, Sophie. I'm putting you down as our solo holidays correspondent. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. Sure, that is fine. Okay. Oh, <laughs> s- slash swinging. All right, <laughs> Sophie, you have, a lo- <laughs> you have a lovely time. Thank you so much for that. I, I appreciate that. You're out of order, Catherine. No, you it's just are out of order. The description. I think no, after the conversation you, we've been Sophie. having, that description of, well, you know, you can go and then um, you meet like minded people and then you can have yeah. some fun. It sounded a lot like swinging. I, I don't like group activities. <laughs> I don't like swinging. Um, I am thinking of going to Japan. I really want to go to Japan. I've got a couple of friends over there um, th- through bands that I know, through Recorder Quartet and Box. Um, and I, I could have a day with them each, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a day. Japan's slightly weird because I went there with my wife, I proposed to my wife in Japan. So that's my ex-wife. So that's, there's memories and stuff. It might be cathartic. I love it. I love Japan. I love the food. I love the people. Um, I love the fact that, you know, you go and see a concert. It's finished by half past eight or nine o'clock. I love just walking around Tokyo. Um, but I'm just thinking it's a long way to go to feel lonely. Oh. I'm just wondering if I'm just going to waste... I, 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 New York was all right. I managed to make New York work but by the i don't know i don't know have a think about it right because you're in a new phase of your life yeah i am and um oh. i think you're on better form than i've ever seen you actually because you're getting your you're getting your ducks in a row finally yes so here's my recommendation okay kath's recommendation see if it carries on for another couple of months yes and then make a decision you might feel so even kick, more kick full it of further it. down the street no 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 just wait See if this this um, good streak continues. I've been fantasising a lot about going over to Spain on my own and seeing my my best Ooh. mate there. Can my I come, Sonia? No, I want to be on my own. Okay, we've got stuff to catch up with. I would I would just sleep on the sofa. Mm. Wouldn't hang. Wouldn't want to hang out with you, except for you help me get around town because I don't speak Spanish and you do. That would be handy. But you could have the like uh, an hour in the afternoon when I'm having a siesta. Well, she kind of lives in the middle of nowhere. Okay, that's great. Well then. Um, Maybe we could hire a like a, a car, a little car. I mean, and you could drive it. I wasn't going to take my kids this and my great. husband. So wow, I, I mean, Kath, they're going to go to Spain together. Fantastic! What a day to be alive. Might this be is Talk Radio. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. <laughs> You've been trolling me big time, mate. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There we go. So, what's that MP's name who Mark assaulted Field. that woman? Mark Field. Mark Field. He was. Uh, he works under Jeremy Hunt. So that's Jeremy Hunt's campaign scuppered for the next ele- at least the next four days, uh, unless he stands down. So he's he's going to have to stand down. That guy. He's done. He's gone. That's it. He's cancelled. Bye, Mark Field. Um, there's no there's no mitigation that can excuse that, is there? Well, unless she was going for him. Well, I'm looking at a lot of comments and. Mm. Um, there isn't but you kind of have to remember Joe Cox Mm. and that Joe Cox probably thought there was no threat you know she was hosting a surgery wasn't she Uh, when she was was murdered by a right wing terrorist far right terrorist so I think in this current climate one has to keep that in mind but no apparent weapons in her hand, young woman. 
it would appear that is it, 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 yes. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm scratching around trying she, to find she had ways to defend this guy. a phone in her hand guy. and what looks like a piece of paper right. or something. I, I'm I'm scratching around trying to find ways to 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 at least be slightly less, you know, one-sided. But it's difficult. It looks terrible. And, and no one there. If you're at a table with someone and they get up and grab someone by the throat. I would be I would be inclined to get up and put a hand on his shoulder. Whoa, 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 whoa. Calm, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Try and break up. No one they just does. All, they just all watched. No one does. I mean, it's a huge lapse on security, really, um, that they got in. And it could have been... It could have been anything, you yeah. know. So that's that's that security is screwed up massively there. But it's um, it's awful. Um, 0344... Uh, 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. Rob, we're asking about that young lad that was, if you missed it, let me just play this again. This was on BBC London News earlier on today. It's a report in Uxbridge about the uh, votes for Boris Johnson. Um, and a young lad jumps in and uh, takes part. Let me just jump forward a bit. This is, of them. This there is may great. even be, this is wait great. for it, some broadcast trying to find out who uh, he is. interviews before the members vote. About 150,000 150, Conservative members. Now, we expect Boris Johnson to make much of his record in London. Now, that will divide opinion because not everyone thinks he did a, a good job. But what we can say is that it looks for him in Uxbridge also now something a young lad him uh, the, on where the phone. there may be some concern. He had a 12,000 majority. 12,000! It's now down to 5,000. 5, Some people think it won't happen again. It won't happen again! Thanks very much, Tim. <laughs> Lots of people trying to get on the act there. Our political editor. Oh! Hey, she's thinking on her feet. But then, um, so I've asked, does anyone know who this is? And Claire has just tweeted me saying, I know I did, no idea, but I saw him in Superdrug afterwards and he was over the moon that he was famous. Good. Superdrug. I love it! I love it! <laughs> That's such a Saw him in Superdrug. That's how that story should pan out. We're getting a few calls now. 0344 499 1000. Craig will be with you in a second. Let's go to Adam first. Good evening, Adam. I'm very glad you replayed that chat because the first time I watched it, I thought that he'd said Hulk Hogan, not 12,000. You, well, you thought he'd said Hulk Hogan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was wondering what was going on. <laughs> it would be equally as funny. Hulk Hogan! Hang <laughs> <laughs> on a minute. I've got. I've got to listen to that now and see, see if it sounds anything like Hulk Hogan. Hang on a second. It no, it probably doesn't, but we're going back in. The, it looks for him. Here we go. Here we go. Also something uh, that where there may be some concern. He had a 12,000 majority 12,000? What? It's now down to 5,000. 5, some people think it won't happen again. It won't happen again. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Adam, you need your ears flushing. <laughs> I do. I know. It's bad. <laughs> I said I had a lesson around race cars, so what, that's, that's my excuse. What can we do for you tonight, Adam? I was wondering, good sir, especially given your wing mirror-related tragedy Oof. last month, whether or not you needed a car correspondent. Well, now, hang on a minute. Is, am I detecting a tone of sarcasm here? Is this guy trying to rub my nose in the fact that it cost me £420 to replace a vandalised wing mirror? Because of supernatural no. activity. Because it was vandalised by a, that bloody death doll. <laughs> I forgot about It was a death doll. Well. You probably brought the hex back now. We just got <laughs> rid of the curse and suddenly we're jinxed again. Flipping heck, Adam. Well, tell me... Um, Catherine and I are going to fire you some rapid-fire car questions. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. And um, we're just going to see how good you are. What's the most popular colour of new car at the moment? Silver, I think. Sorry? Silver, I think. Um, 
Wrong, it's white. Catherine. Is it? Yeah, I told you this the other day. Is that, isn't that just because it's the cheapest? Yeah, it's the most popular colour. That doesn't mean it's popular. It's the really? most popular. There are more... There are, yes, it does. The most popular. There are more white cars made than there any other colour. Yeah. So that's the most popular. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think that's a trick question. It's not a trick question. What, what, what car... What? No, it's not a trick question. It's the trick. All right. Ask him a, stop stalling and ask All him right. a car question. My dad's just bought a new car. Yep. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Um, that's a good one. Good question. Skoda Fabio. Yes. <laughs> is it? Yes. No way. Is it? Yes. <laughs> and it's the first Skoda he's ever bought. Adam, he's, Adam, he's... mate, you're the car correspondent. I can't. Oh, we can't go. That. No, 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 no. You're not the car correspondent. Sorry. You're the psychic <laughs> car correspondent. You are the psychic car correspondent. So if we yeah. ever talk about haunted cars, spooky cars, car, ghost cars, anything like that, Adam, then you must call in immediately and um, start giving us the facts and the deets, okay? Okay. That's weird. Yeah. That's, so weird. That's really weird. You need to go rest your powers and start working out how you're going to use them for good rather than evil. Anything else, Adam? No, just cars. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um... Um, well, I was trying to find the story about... Remember that um, guy that made a blowjob machine for his car? Oh, yeah. And it blew up. But then I've just got the ultimate blowjob kit. I don't, I don't want to go there. Um, uh, I've just typed in car blowjob adapter news story. Let's try adding those words. Cause that Didn't was he a, crash the car? Yeah... Um, Hang on, let me let me let me think. Okay, what about okay? <laughs> um, what was the, how to give a blowjob? Uh, uh, sex uh, car problems that weren't for uh, you. Find it while we speak to our good friend Craig. Good evening, Craig. Hey, how are you? I'm good, Craig. What have you got for us tonight, yeah. please? I, you know, I, I don't like to come on because you know it comes after a blowjob. But, um, okay. Yeah, I've um, just fun about these correspondents. Yes. Yeah, I, I was I was driving yesterday and I thought I'm going to phone up and suggest to Ian because I know you went on you were on Twitter and you were saying about having different correspondents, having you know ideas and I thought yeah, yeah. well what about if we had correspondents because I was listening to you know you were saying about your old LBC show yeah um, and I and. It, and I just phoned up, and I want to be the the uh, correspondent for missed opportunities. <laughs> well played, well played, Craig. How can I say no to that, buddy? Have you ever had it though? When you you, you sit, because I had my phone queued up to phone up when I was at work, and I thought, no, nah, I'll leave it. And then today, when I when I tuned in, you were saying I'm going to get your correspondence. I thought, did I, did I phone up? <laughs> I, I had that. My, my my one of those was. Um, when I was doing telly years and years ago, I wanted I, I wanted to get a pair of big, thick glasses, right? Really thick glasses, big ones. And I was going to do something on the 11 o'clock show and I was going to go, I can't read this. And I was get these glasses out and put them on. And I talked about it for weeks and weeks and weeks with my girlfriend at the time, Tessa. And we talked about it and she's like, yeah, that's funny. I was going to do it. I was going to do it. But I never got around to doing it. And then we watched David Letterman one night about two months later he did exactly the same thing. I thought, yeah. oh, no. Never tell her anything right. again. She's obviously got a hotline <laughs> She's in the writing States. for Letterman. <laughs> That's what she was doing, Craig. 
Uh, Craig, yeah. you are the Missed Opportunities correspondent. Uh, now, what this means is, if we ever talk about Missed uh, Opportunities, or you find any interesting or amusing Missed Opportunities stories in the papers or online, you are you must phone in and uh, and join in the conversation. Can you do that, Craig? I will. But before I miss my first opportunity, yes. What's the jingle? <laughs> Sorry, you want to usually t- you always have a jingle, don't you, for things like this? This guy wants a jingle all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> hang on a second. I'll, I'll, hang on a second. You're right. There is a. Um, uh, okay, hang on a second. Here we go. Um, here we go. Here we go. Now it's time for the correspondent update on Talk Radio. Yeah. There you go. Something like that. <laughs> or here we go. Uh, uh, here we go. 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 Now it's time for the Correspondent Update with our correspondents from all over the country. This is Talk Radio. There you go, we got it. Brilliant. Thank okay, you. thanks very much. Thank you, Great show. Good night, Craig. <laughs> what you now you looked horrified at something. We've only got a minute till the news. Do you want to hold it over the news or I've just because I've Googled yep. crashing car. Sex toy. Yes. I've got... There's a lot of people who've come a right cropper. Well, th- that the next hour. is We're doing a sex special tonight, guys, it would appear, wh- whether you like it or not. Uh, oh. A woman crashed her car into a stationary seafood van. It's the detail of... Uh, oh. Because she was having sex? She was using a rabbit. No! <laughs> yes! While she was driving! I've seen women doing their makeup. I've seen men having a shave. A woman... Having a diddle? <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Oh three four 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 nine nine. How did that guy know your dad's car? He was good, know. the psychic yeah. car correspondent. He was good. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very, very welcome. We have an okay, well, I think Catherine's got some good stories for you after the news. Another hour of this. This is the late night alternative. We are on every weeknight from ten o'clock only on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Last hour of the show, dear listener. My youngest is now obsessed with Remy and Nicole. I've given him my CDs. He just loves us so much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the last hour of the show before Paul Ross comes on at one o'clock. We are here every Monday to Friday. I'm Ian Lee. I stole the strawberries on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Catherine Boyle has lived more lives than one could ever imagine. Here's the thing: we're doing some live shows. We've got three live, four live shows in the diary. Sunday is sold out. There might be, Sunday's in London, six o'clock show, sold out. There might be some tickets up for grabs on the day if you follow us on Twitter, at Ian Lee, at Flipping Kath, um, and we will retweet if people can't come. Then we've got a show on this, I think it's Saturday the 6th of July in Shaftesbury and Dorset. They're starting to go. We've sold 46 tickets now in a venue that holds 150, but 46 is all right. It's all right. We've got a show. Then, I think it's the 27th of July, the Saturday, we're playing Belfast in a venue that holds about 150. We've sold... Now, two, two weeks ago, we got an email. We asked how many tickets we sold. We said we sold 40. So, me and Kath, Glasgow had finished, Manchester and finished. So, we've really been pushing the Belfast show a lot. Pushing it a lot. And it's paid off. Because now we've sold 44 tickets. That's an extra four tickets we've sold. Go us. Just when I booked the hotel, if I hadn't booked the hotel and the flights yesterday, I would have said, right, we're not going to do it. But mm. we're going to do it. We're coming to Belfast. We've only sold 44 tickets. Now, the venue says that the way people buy tickets in Belfast is they leave it to the last minute and um, we shouldn't worry about it. Right, okay. But we are worrying about it. So, listen, it, it would really do us a great favour. If you are considering coming to the Belfast show, please buy your tickets now. com slash event. It's got all the ticket links. Buy your tickets now. Because, you know, we might have to... Ch- we're not going to... We're going we're gonna to go. We're going to go and we're going to do a great show. But it would really make us feel less gaseous, less nauseous, if we knew that we'd, we'd pulled at least 60 people. I mean, even, even at 60 people, we're going to operate at a loss. Uh, I think we need to sell about 80 to break even. But we're going to come. We're going to do a great show. Yeah. It's going to be a laugh. We'll have a lot of fun. And if there's not many people, well, Yabu sucks to the people that, that didn't bother to come. Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E dot com slash event. Ian Lee dot com slash event is the place for all the tickets. If you've never been to our show before, it's me and Kath. Um, we sit on the stage. It's two hours. It's, it's not like, you know, some people think, oh, it's like a 45 minute, 50 minute Edinburgh show. No, 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 no. First half is 50 minutes, maybe an hour sometimes. Mm-hmm. Then there's a break. And then the second half is another 45 minutes an hour. So it's a night out, basically. It's a night out. It's not a, a quick... It's only 11 quid in Belfast as well, I think. It's a, you're going to get a proper two-hour show, yeah. and there's going to be an interval. And at the end, we stick around. We do pictures. You want pictures? You want to ask us questions and stuff? We stick around for a good half an hour, 40 minutes afterwards. We make sure everyone gets their hands shook, if they want their hands shook, of course. We don't, we'd never force our hands on anybody else's hands. Um, but it would be nice if you would, would like to come, please. Come, it's a good laugh, and we sing, and we, we had grand. such a good laugh last time brilliant. we were in Belfast. It was brilliant, um, and uh, we take phone calls, we take Skype calls. You're welcome to get involved if you want. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Um, but it'll be really nice to see you in Belfast and in Shaftesbury in Dorset and in Bath in September. Uh, ianlee.com slash event is the place to go. Thank you very much indeed. Catherine, you had um, a very interesting story about a woman yeah. masturbating well, we were looking in for a, a car. We were looking for a story that we covered 
what was it, last year maybe? Yeah. Where a guy had made his own little... He was kind of uh, like Wallace from Wallace and Gromit, but yeah. rude. He'd made an attachment for his car that meant that he could... Um, do two things at once. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. advocate it. It's not good for you. I've had a quick look on Twitter and and I've had a quick look on uh, Google and loads of people have done themselves uh, quite a lot of damage. Okay. By this. Right, here we go. Listen to this. Uh, no one likes... This is from Cosmopolitan, so brace yourselves. This yeah. is going to get fruity. No one likes snailing along the motorway at rush hour, but one driver wasn't content with swearing at the radio or waiting for it all to blow over. A woman driving a Mini crashed into a stationary seafood van after masturbating with a rampant rabbit behind the wheel, according to reports. The vehicle was sitting in a queue of traffic when the woman's car suddenly lurched forward and hit the M&J seafood van in front of her. She exchanged details with the van driver and the seafood company later examined footage from a camera on the back of the van. They were shocked when they spotted the woman, described as being in her 30s, holding a pink rampant rabbit and doing up her trousers. Oh! Oh! While she was driving, though! I don't understand that. I don't understand. I don't understand it! No. 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 A source told the Mirror, a driver was called into the office and feared he was getting the sack. He'd been on his first shift after looking for work for ages. The bosses told him it wasn't his fault and then said, have you seen this? He was like, what the F? And they all had a good laugh. But the company have spared the driver's blushes by keeping her identity to themselves and say they will not be releasing the CCTV footage. Oh. That went nuts. On Google, there's loads and loads and loads of different organisations telling the similar story. A couple of people saying, I'm listening, really by happen? the way. I'm just trying to find this, this guy that invented the machine and yeah. his car, and I can't quite find it. A few people it. wondering whether it really happened, and that is an extraordinary way to sell seafood if it didn't. Yeah, seafood, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the end of that one. But there were there were a few. Let me have a look. But it, it's, uh, it, it's not a good idea, guys. I, I don't think we need to... I keep getting adverts for the auto blow. My, my search history is now completely screwed. I cannot find... Uh, here we go, here we go. Is you found it? Um, uh, no. There's something called the auto suck. Oh my God. That plugs, that's a real thing and there's a picture of it that plugs into the car lighter thing. But it's not the story. Strong sucking machine, 10 appliances you can plug into your car... No, no, we're not going to... I don't think we're going to find it. Um, no, uh, yeah. We're taking application... You've got more? more? We're going to do it in a second. We've got Ollie on the line, but you've got more if we want well, some. Well, this is the thing, right? They're There's a load the of people dying after doing it. Well, uh, that's funny. Do you want... You really? Yes, yeah, funny. Really? Well, I mean, how recent are they? 2016? That's okay, that's fine. The, the, the statute of limitations has passed on that one. 0344 499 We're also taking um, applications for correspondence. So far, we have Craig, the Missed Opportunities correspondent. We have Adam, the Psychic Car correspondent. We have Sophie, Solo Holidays. And we have Nelly. I know it's not Nelly, but I've written it down. I really can't change it. Lighthouses. Uh, let's go to Ollie. Hello, Ian and Kath. Hello, Ollie. Do you want to play the yes-no game? Get, do I get to talk afterwards? Yeah, of course you do. You ready? Go. Do you want to play the yes-no game? I would. Okay, well, what you've got to do... <laughs> what you've got to do is you've got to speak normally and not. you've got to be faster than that, I, okay? But this is how I speak. 
Like, is it is it like a battle royale, um, whatever game you said, and I can knock you out as well? Have you seen? No, you can't knock me out. It's, I'm the quiz master. Oh. Are you ready? I am. Are you sure? Definitely. Have you seen the film Battle Royale? That is some movie, isn't it? I have. It's, it is great. But do not watch the second one. It's a no. stinker. Oh. Oh! Hey! <laughs> he outed himself. Guys, surely there shouldn't be a second one if the Battle Royale took the I first time. I was ready. Mate, I said we were going twice. Yeah, but I didn't ring for that. It doesn't matter. You, I didn't you need think... to prepare. I need mental preparedness. Ollie, you think you're, you're Daddy Big Bolt. No, uh, Daddy Warbucks, sorry, when it comes to the Yes No game. I've heard what you've been saying. I, mean, I, could, I could be Ian at the Yes No game anytime I want. I, uh, and I just I thought can. I'd teach you a lesson. Um, I've been watching some of your streams, but you don't speak oh. on them. No, it was only yesterday. Today I did. Okay, well, I don't, I don't uh, watch them after yesterday. Oh, so, oh no! You lost. Hey, I, I can be hey better. some great news! Yeah, I'm a Twitch. Oh, yeah. I'm a Twitch partner. I thought you looked very different. good. Yeah, I'm gonna make money. Make big, big money. I'm gonna be rich. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I woke up my wife, and she's giving me evil. Well, you woke up just now. She woke up. I woke up my wife. Oh, sorry, just woke up. Stop saying woke up. Are you in, are you in bed, though? Stop, don't say woke up. No, I've gone in the front room, but apparently I was shouting, and she's come and gave me evils. Your wife, um, your, gave you measles? Evils. evils. Your wife is, go- at some point, I've met your wife, and she is wonderful, right? She's yep. a wonderful human being, but here's my prediction. Some point Literally. in the next six months, she's yeah. going to give you an ultimatum. <laughs> it's either Ian Lee or her. She's done that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still here. <laughs> You're making the right choice, Ollie. <laughs> You're making the right choice. Okay, right. enough of um, uh, talking oh. about interesting stuff. Let's get on to the point of your call. I'll, I will have revenge of the Esther at some other point. Maybe Sunday, because I'm coming Sunday. Okay, um, well, I, well, you've just heard it I'll there, prepare. dear listener. Ollie has laid down the gauntlet. Was... He wants a game of yes, no, live on stage. That sounded a lot like oh. a threat, actually. Didn't oh. it? Just, I'm going to do oh, to him okay. what the MP did to that girl if he walks up on the stage. <laughs> I'm going to push him into... <laughs> I would never do such a thing, but... Um, oh, someone's just sent me a picture of a rusty microwave. Okay, I apologise, they do oh. rust. Um, it's not a euphemism, it's actually a rusty microwave. This refers to something that we, we had on the show two or three days ago. Uh, but there will be a yes-no game uh, challenge live on stage uh, at Sunday's show. It's you on. Be, it's on, it's on. You better get some practice in. Okay. I will. Uh, of course I, I will. Well, um, I, I would like to be the correspondent of space. Space facts. Give me, give me two interesting space facts. Do you know when water evaporated from Mars, Ian? Uh, yeah, I do. Go on. It was about. It was quite recent, actually, wasn't it? Wasn't it like? Wasn't it something like thirty-five thousand years ago? No, more like three point five billion years ago oh. before so, life on Earth. Where? Which backs up well, Catherine's yawning. Well, it often happens. But with this science. backs up my theory. Mm. Does it? Because I think it destroys your theory and makes you look foolish. <gasps> whoa! Burn! Whoa! Oh! 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 Okay. This guy. This guy wants to be a correspondent on my show, <laughs> and he's he's burning me. No, it's, it's embarrassing, man. Because I'm going to say no to him. Oh. 
let's see, let's see what his next fact is. All right. Okay. Well, do you know what? No, it might be good to have a correspondent. That yeah. It might be good to have healthy debate and yeah. have a correspondent who is who's wrong. Finished, so. Is wrong. Who's vermin? Who, who's vermin? Let's see your second interesting <laughs> space fact. Well, it's all about Mars because I really want to destroy your theory <laughs> of oh. life originating from Mars. So, because, you know, 3.5 billion, billion years. Okay, well, that's, that's one fact. Okay, you've done one yeah. fact so far. We've asked for a second fact. Yeah, there's only, there's only been 0.1% of oxygen in the Mars, Mars's atmosphere. So, humans cannot survive on Mars for yeah. 3.5 billion, billion years. Yes. Well, how do you know that? Because of the, the science. Okay, give me the science. Give me, give me this. Give me the science you've read. Give me the. Give, Bri- come Brian, on. Co- Brian Cox's planet right. on again. BBC Two. You love Cox. How does he know that? Because <laughs> he's uh, studied in science. Right. He's I mean, a, that's the he's best. A professor. He's Professor Brian Cox. Are you? Are you a professor? Uh, I've t- well, do you know? Do you know what a professor is? All a professor is is someone who talks in who lectures in universities. So yeah, I am. They, well, yeah, I am. Uh, no, I'm a professor. Yep. No, because they yep. had to do a yep. degree no, and then a I've, master's I've done and then a, degree. a professorate. I've done... No, they don't. They don't. Uh, they, they that do. is not... That is simply... You do have to win a seat. That is simply untrue. You do not have to do a doctorate and a professorship to become a professor. That is untrue. Okay, well, he's done that. Yeah. He's, he's done that. Oh, he's, he's done the real done professorate. He's, he's done, done the real that, professorate. but you, you don't have to. I, as you know, Ollie, I'm a maverick. Yeah. I play by my, um, you don't want to cry muffin yet? No. Okay. I'm a maverick. I play. What's that? Uh, I play by my own rules. And my rules are very different from those of Professor Brian Cox. Did you know that the magnetic field of Mars stopped 3.5 billion years ago? Yes, I did know that. Yep. So that's why its magnetic field uh, uh, stopped working they, and its atmosphere is being yeah, ripped the, away listen, from the sun. Listen, this is why the humans had to get off there. You're just backing up my theory that we came from Mars. That's all you're doing. Dinosaurs appeared 66 million years These ago. These are rough estimates. These are very, very rough <laughs> estimates. They didn't have calendars then. So, they, didn't have, they didn't have video recorders. What do they call those things? Those flip very handy flip video cameras. They didn't have those. These are just estimates, I'm afraid, Ollie. Humans appeared about 100,000 okay. years okay. ago. Okay, so okay, mate. All that's right. a few okay, billion Ollie. years I'm going to put you down. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm going to put Mars you... Mars correspondent? Yes. Um, fake news <laughs> correspondent, oh. Ollie. M- muffin. Retract Mars correspondent. You got it, fella. Yeah. I'm looking forward to locking uh, <laughs> 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 I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to locking horns with you and um uh, converting you to to the winning team. Never gonna happen. Can we do Battle Royale yes no on Sunday because I wanna take you down. Oh. But what does but what does that mean? It means that you also we are ask, involved. Yeah, we ask questions to each other. No, it doesn't. Can get involved. The whole audience can get involved. No, no, no. Take everyone down. It doesn't work like that. Okay, we can do. Because why are you scared? Yeah. I will. It does sound like fear. No, 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 please. I will do a round of. Do you yes. want a muffin? 
No, I don't want a flipping muffin. I want a, I want a, a tea cake. I will do a round of yes, no, where you can ask like a minute. But if we're both doing it, then we just, there's no momentum. The skill. There's ultra momentum. No, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a minute against him and then he can do a minute against me. I'm, I'm not, I'm giving him okay. more time. If we do a minute each, that's 30 seconds each. Okay. Okay then. Are you right with that? I accept your terms. Do you? I accept your terms. Yes. He's out! Oh, come on. He's out. Ollie, I look forward to seeing you on uh, Sunday. It'll be a laugh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 0344 499 1000 coming up next. It's Nigel from Maidstone. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers and Distant Fathers. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. I'm a little bit nervous. Don't be. Okay, I won't be. 0344 499 Good evening, Nigel. Oh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, uh, Nigel. And uh, Catherine. Hi, yeah. Have you had a nice day? <laughs> I've had a nice day. Have you had a nice day? Yeah, yes, yeah, a really good day. Uh, well, good afternoon, anyway. Oh, I'm glad to hear it, mate. Um, yeah. And probably the weather was miserable, though. It was quite nice where I was. In fact, it got really hot where I was. Oh, yes, it was sunny later on, but it was a bit miserable. Yep. And it got dark and miserable tonight as well. Yep. I I found a new food bank in Maystone. I was in town. Yeah. And the the lady I usually ring, Dawn, that helps me, she she, um, put me onto a new food bank, which I went straight to and got some food. Hey, that's fantastic. That's great news. That's fantastic. So they they are helping me. So I can go back to some other things that they they, they were able to stop. Brilliant, great. Yeah, I'm really pleased. I like rice pudding. I may, I love rice pudding. Yeah, I've just a big te- a whole tin myself just now. Well, I love it. It's I can nice do and that. Bit, it's sweet, it's sweet, isn't it? Really, quite yeah. a sweet thing. Yeah, it's very sweet. It's dessert. And I've been speaking to. I just rang my girlfriend Sadie, and and um, she she was really tired, but she had this really sexy voice. You know, when you're tired. Women are tired; they sound more sexy. Yeah, I but like. Yeah, uh, yeah. Women that are just falling asleep. Yeah, yeah she said she was tired, but but she sounded more sexy than usual. All right, Bill Cosby, calm down. Calm and down. Anyway, so <laughs> she's got she's coming over to stay next week. Okay. But just just for company, you know. Well, okay. well, well as I say, we're good friends anyway. Listen, Nigel, I want to say but, something. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for anything we said last night offended you. Well, I, I, I um, didn't mean to jump the boat, really. No, I know. You jumped the boat a little bit. I, 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 listen, I don't have a problem with anything you said on Twitter at all, right? Uh, I, 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 I was a little bit upset that you felt it... You, you, and I'm not telling you off, but mm. I was a little bit upset that you felt you could swear at Sam and, and well, any, I, anyone I else wouldn't get... Anything. Anyone else wouldn't get back on. But because it's you mm. and Sam is cool with it, you know, I did apologise though as soon as I rang him. Okay, well so, then that's great. Then that is great. That is great. Well, thank you for that. And it sounds. I, I, I'm so sorry about about swearing. Um, that's all right. Listen, we just want we just want what's the best for I you, know, Nigel. That's I know. Right. But no, I felt as if that things were getting on top of me. You know? I know. I know. You um, get frustrated and you get angry and you lash I, out. An- no, anxious, anxious. Anxious. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, we apologise. Anything we said was upset you. I've got no brains, were you? You Sorry? weren't saying I've got no. Br- you weren't saying I've got no brains. At oh all, God, no, you? no, you no, 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 no. I wasn't saying you're thick. I wasn't saying you've got no uh, brains. No, I'm but just... I thought that what you said about um, what was the word? Um, 
you said I was. Um, Maybe I might have said, used the phrase learning difficulties? Yeah, if I've got learning difficulties, you didn't mean that I couldn't do anything. No, God, no, no, no. It's not an insult. It's not an insult. No. There are loads of people... Um, there are loads of people with learning difficulties. It, it can mean a whole variety of things that, that live are perfectly... Are there famous people that suffer from it as well? Oh, God, there must be loads of them. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but, yeah, I'm sure there must be loads. That um, can't do... They can do some things, yeah. like they can sing but, or dance, and yeah, yeah, they can't yeah. do other but things. You, I, we just know that you get a bit confused about stuff. That's all it means, really. It's not an insult. Yeah. It's not in any way putting you down, and I'm sorry if you interpreted it in that way. Yeah, and of course I was worried, depressed about mum. Yeah, well. of course you were. There's a lot. You got a lot of stuff to worry about. And I, I got to pray after I spoke to you. I must do my prayers to put, put, for peace of mind. Really. Yeah. Well, if that if that works. Well, listen. Um, I'm glad you got some food. Can sing a quick song. Um, do you know what? Not tonight. Not tonight. Just because the line's a bit busy. Why don't you do it? Give us a call tomorrow. I've got a load of calls to get through. Evening then. Sorry. Oh, is it Friday tomorrow? Yeah, Friday. Give us a call Friday night. No, you're breaking up. Listen, Nigel, give us a call yeah, tomorrow yeah. and okay, I'll, give I'll us a song. song tomorrow night. All right, mate. Thank you very cheers, much. Cheers, I'm, cheers, mate. There Bye, we go. Nigel. There we go, you see. This is the thing. It's a lot of people getting a bit angry. Nigel tweeted some stuff, and a lot of people getting a little bit angry with him, and just got to remember, you know, just got to remember stuff. Um, he was anxious and worried. Okay, well, here we go. Let's go to joshrom.com. Good evening, Josh. Good evening, Ian and Kat. How are you? Very well, thank you. I believe you've got some exciting showbiz news for us. It's not so much showbiz, to be honest. I'm actually live from Stonehenge at the moment. Now, hang on a second, buddy. Are you 150 metres away from Stonehenge? No, I'm literally at Stonehenge touching the stone as speak. You're not allowed to do that! No, you are on this one night because it's the summer solstice. And it's a massive party. So joshrom.com is... He's one of the 26. He's naked, <laughs> he's, he's off his face on LSD, and he's dancing around with a man with a long beard. Have I got it right? Uh, you've got it absolutely wrong, I'm afraid. Oh, it's take your clothes like off, son. Take your clothes off. I mean, and to be fair, like, there is glitter everywhere. Like it's All over you. You've, there's drums going on. There's bongos going on. Honestly, the there's atmosphere bongs. here is electric. There's bongs going on. Don't partake in that, young man. <laughs> Let me find Bongos. me a, find me a man with a long beard to talk to. Um, okay, let's let's try. Me, I want a man with a long beard. Because King Arthur goes you, there, doesn't you, he? You are live on Talk Radio. Uh, Clive, where are you from? And how do you feel being here oh, up close with the Stonehenge Stone? Amazing. And what is the <sighs> best not, about being there. here at the Solstice? Yeah. I can't hear anything, Josh. You're not there. He's in his mum's house. He's talking to a Amazing. magic person. Thank you. Hey, Ian, could you not hear a word? No, we couldn't hear anything. I don't think you're there. <laughs> I think you're I at am, your mum's. Um, if you actually look at my Twitter, at Josh Romanet, you Oh, can here we go. Here we go. Was it a video? Now we get to the meat and two you can do a lot. You can do a lot with green screen, joshrom.com. <laughs> you can do a lot with green screen. What are you doing there, man? Well, I'm going to be reporting here throughout the night on uh, the late, late, early, early show. Right, we can go on Paul Ross's show then. Get out of mine! <laughs> Josh, uh, Josh, stay, stay, go on. You're going to be on all night from from there, are you? Yeah, from, live from Stonehenge. It's 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 very interesting, Ian. i got to tell you, that's why I called well, it. Make I sure that thought. we could... Listen, well, I'm glad you're using us to test the equipment. Make sure we couldn't hear anything that per, that person said. So did you ha did you move the phone over to him? Yeah, well, I, I, I'm actually speaking from a microphone right now. What? Did you point the microphone at his mouth? 
Yes, I did. It didn't work. Oh dear, oh dear. Get it fixed, Josh. Thank you very much indeed. That's going to be something <laughs> worth listening to tonight. The Josh Ron monologues. He's, you wait, by the end of it, he's going gonna, to gonna, gonna drink some mead and he's going to be singing about Fair Maiden. And the howling then, at the moon. Uh, it's howling at the moon. Thank you, Josh. we got Danny coming up next. This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. I'm playing cricket tomorrow. You what? Playing cricket. My boy's school. Parents uh, parents and kids are allowed to play cricket. And so it begins. I'm not going to do overarm bowling, although I think I can, but I'm going to do underarm bowling. Mm-hmm. I hate the pressure of the bowling. Um, but, yeah, going to... Should have had a word with my little one. You should have done, shouldn't She's I? She's got a very special bowling technique whereby she windmills her arms several oh, yeah, times yeah, and yeah, people not, get fed up of waiting for the ball and you, then she releases it. I'm not allowed to do <laughs> that. No, I said, is that how you, isn't that how you get sent off? And she went, no, that's how you win. We're going to do that and then I think on Saturday, on Saturday I'm going to have three hours sleep. I think we're going to go and see Toy Story. Is Toy Story out now? Yeah, I think it's coming out Friday. Right, we're going to go and see Toy Story on Saturday. Then you and I are off to see Michael Palin Saturday night. My favourite Python. That's going to be great, isn't it? I've got a thing about Michael Palin. How exciting. Mm. Okay, well, let's we'll see if we can, see if we can um, get him to have sex with you in a car. <laughs> Is that, I don't know where that was going. What's the thing? There was yet another story. Yeah, well, there's a whole... We'll be with you in a second, Danny. Stay there. Okay, uh, there's... On this uh, this uh, website called Ranker.com... Called got what? Ranker, with a R. Okay. They've got a bit li- listing horrific car accidents caused by sex, and some of them are absolutely horrific. But this one's kind of fun. Okay, okay, because a lot of people have died having sex whilst driving. Yeah, and, I, and it's not a way to be found. No. An unidentified young German couple were driving through the countryside in September 2016 with the woman leaning across the driver's lap performing oral sex. Their automotive engagement ended prematurely, though, when the driver had to slam on the brakes to avoid hitting a deer, causing his companion to bite down. They were taken to a nearby hospital where the man received surgery that would restore the full use of his genitals. There we go. Wow. But the deer was fine. Um, and we've got some audio of. Uh, this might work. We've got some audio of um, exactly what the incident leading up to that sounded like. Um, <laughs> sounds like this. It's not chewing. Sounded like a carrot. It did. It uh, it was a pickle. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no, that was a joke. That wasn't. It. We have actually got uh, audio, and this this is this is uh, <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Let's go to Danny. Good evening, Danny. Oh hello, Ian. Hello, Kevin. Uh, member number 24. Welcome, hey, Danny. Danny. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Always. Got, got some breaking news for you. Not that kind of member. There we go. Yeah, Yes, Danny, what's the breaking news? Um, that Josh, I just found him mooching around my overgrown bush in my front garden. Oh, no, he's gone to the Dirty wrong boy. place. Dirty boy, Josh, 
<laughs> it would be. Anyway, it, here's the thing: I'm, if I was if I was um, given the job of going to do a late night overnight report at Stonehenge, I'd totally fake it. I would totally fake it. It's a long way to go. The A three O three. It's going to be cold. I would totally, totally fake it. And if he hasn't faked it, then he's missed it. It's radio. It's well, you radio. Can't near it, can you? you can't. You're not allowed to. It's no. radio. <laughs> For God's sakes. Yes, Danny. Right, could I be... Uh, there's three things I consider myself a, a part-time expert in. Okay. Twitter. And you were the first, third person I tweeted ten and a half years ago well, when I joined Twitter. Hang on a second. Hang on yeah. a second. First of all, I was the first, and then suddenly I was the third. What, what, what happened there, Dan? I, I was going to lie and say you were first, and I thought you'd only winkle it out of me, so I admitted you were third. Who was first and second? First was Stephen Fry, and the second was my mate Anna. Oh, that's not bad. All right, Stephen Fry, Anna, and me. I'll take that. Okay. Everyone had Jolly Stephen good. Fry at the start, didn't they? I, well, the oh, thing is, I didn't run. Him. I didn't run my Twitter account to start with because was. I had a producer called Davis, who I didn't really get on with, and he would always poo-poo my ideas, so I would poo-poo his ideas. And one day, um, this was years ago, he showed me this. He got this. He got this great way for people to interact with the show. It's a thing called Twitter, and I looked at it. I went, Nah, it looks rubbish. He went, No, I think it'd be good. And I said, Nah, it looks. It looks. Nah, it looks rubbish. Not doing it. And he's like, no, no, I said, no, we're not doing it, mate. Not doing it. Not doing it. So someone set up Twitter.com, Ian Lee on Twitter. And it was just like a bot that would retweet. It would would just tweet like news stories about me or something. And after about six months, it became clear Twitter was a thing. Uh And I had to try and wrestle back control of, I don't know who did it. I I had to send them email saying, can I have my Twitter? No. That's my name. Can I have my Twitter, please? No. And I got it in the end. I got it. I got it. I killed them. Um, so, okay. Well, what was the second thing? Second, Cat's going to be angry with me. I've gone one over the legal limit of cats. I've got four. So I could be a cat expert. No, 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 no. It's not the legal limit, but it's the limit if you are not nuts. No, 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 I feel... First of all, I don't want a Twitter correspondent. Well, maybe... Maybe, maybe, maybe. I can't let you be the cat correspondent. Tell me some. Tell me something about cats. Talk to me about cats. Come on, let's just riff. Let's just spitball. Let's just see what happens. Come on, give me. T- talk to me about cats. Come on. Most ginger cats are male. Black yeah. cats are lovely. I've got one called Betty. Black cats are lovely. It's true. Can't um, deny my that. daughter named her Bet- Betty before she knew the song Black Betty. That's a fact. Well, listen to me. Tap my chest. And they're coming up over the final stretch now, and here they come over the corner. Uh-huh. Mine sounds different. Your boobs, mm-hmm. smaller than mine, just. <laughs> the mine, oh, and, and they're coming around the final bend now, and here they come. They know where the horses are. Um, Danny, yeah. just to make this hell go away, <laughs> you're the Twitter correspondent. I think we need a bit more than you've got a cat called Black Betty. Oh, well, I was going to, my third choice would have been um, podcasting, but I think Kath would have uh, audacityed me out of it. There we go. Thank you very much indeed, Danny. <laughs> always, always um, a pleasure to have one of our um, uh, members come on. And now Danny is the Twitter correspondent. We are getting a great team. Great team of correspondents. A crack squad. Um, we have Lighthouses, Nelly, Solar Holidays, Sophie, Psychic Cars, Adam, Missed Opportunities, Craig, Mars is Ollie, and Twitter is Danny.
This is uh, this is fantastic. Last twenty minutes of the show. Let's play past the chat on, shall we? Let's. You phone up. You go straight to air. Uh, you stay on air until someone else calls in, and then you get booted off. You can come on as many times as you want. Start dialing now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh my word! The late night alternative. With Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Here we go, last te- uh, 15, 20 minutes of the show before Paul Ross comes in at one. We're going to play past the chat on. Catherine, please explain the rules of this game. You come on and you stay on until the next person rings up. Then you're off. It's you may only get a few seconds, you may get a couple of minutes. Don't Who knows? swear, don't be libelous because we've got a seven second delay. Apart from that, you can call on, uh, call in about anything you want and you can keep coming back. If you feel you've not made your point, you're very welcome to call back. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, oh Jesus, am I on there already? Yes, that's you. Oh, my God, hello, Ian. Hello. That's a bit sudden. <laughs> I know, this is how it works. Oh, anyway, sorry, very quickly, I wanted to tell you about a bit What's of... going on with your phone? It's fading in and out like an old AM signal. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I'm really sorry. Is it really... I'm sorry, is it better now? Yeah, that's it. Is that better? Yep. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to be rude, am I? You're not being rude. <laughs> She's got it! What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not doing a thing! <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 it's taking a long time to get on air, and then suddenly you're there, and I was like, oh my God, it's just straight away. Anyway, I wanted to tell you a story about my friend who. Are you putting your thumb over the, the hole day. or something? Am I not? Sorry? Are you putting your thumb over the hole of or the, something? Of the phone, the hole no, of the phone. I haven't got, I haven't got my, my thumb over any hole. Oh. Is that better? It sort I of gets better, and then it sort of gets worse. I'm laying on my side. Is that better? <laughs> Why are could you, you laying on your side? You're in bed. No, I'm, I'm in bed. I'm laying on my side. Could you... I'll tell you what might help. Could you, like, um, pull the duvet back and put one leg in the air? <laughs> like oh, an no, aerial. I've got a leg on the floor. I've got a leg on the floor. Is that better now? Let's see it. I'm kind of crouching in a bad way. Yeah, actually, yeah, now you've earthed yourself. 344 499 Please, someone call in and get this awful telephone connection off of my show. Go on, I'm Michelle. Sorry. It, it was going to be a romantic story, I'll tell you. My friend... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Wait. She was on a third date with a boyfriend, and she went back to his house. They're all married now, by the way. Yeah. And she went back to his house, and she had to have... So a very sudden urge to go to the toilet. But this is a true story. So she went into his um, bathroom. If you tell me she couldn't flush it and she chucked it out of the window, I'm cutting you off. No, 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 it's not that. She put it, it, this is a true story, I swear to God, she put it in her handbag and took it home. Oh, God. A poo? Yes, yes, yes. She wrapped it up and they're married now, which is... <laughs> and they've still got that poo. She's still got a magic handbag. <laughs> My God! <laughs> My God! That oh, is no, why you should never go sense. in a woman's handbag. Jeez! <laughs> don't put that lipstick on, it could be bad. No, don't put that lipstick on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your phone line is awful, but it's a great story. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, we've got no one else calling in at the moment, so we have to, we have to wait. We have to wait. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. That's a, that's some story, huh? I've never understood. Well, it must have been a big one. 
Well, well, maybe unsinkable. His, his flush didn't work. Um, maybe his flush didn't work. Yeah, and we all know that panic. Yeah. Of being in there too long, especially when you're trying to make a good impression. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if she tried sort of torpedoing it down with more paper. When Ringo Starr decided to live full-time in Beverly Hills, he planned to honour his adoptive hometown with an extravagant gift. An 800-pound polished steel monument of his hand making a peace sign. <laughs> it's about eight or nine feet tall. It's beautiful, but it's about eight or nine feet tall. <laughs> the city politely declined. 0344 We're playing past the chat on, but we haven't got any calls. The commission thanks Mr. Starr for his generous offer, but unfortunately, the donation did not meet the fine art criteria. The city's now disbanded, Fine Art Commission wrote, after it voted unanimously to reject the Beatles' gift in 2017. They said, Sorry, Sir Ringo, thanks for your proposal, but you're not an artist and the work is not art, said sculptor Jeremy Morelli. Oh, gosh. Who helped Starr produce the version of the statue intended for City Hall. Tuesday night, the city changed its tune. The city council authorised placement of the eight-foot-tall artwork on Santa Monica Boulevard, where it's expected to attract throngs of tourists when it's unveiled this fall. We want to be a city of love and peace, surely peace and love, Mayor John Mirish told the city's Art and Culture Commission last week. When you take a picture with City Hall in the background, it symbolises that. Um, for the 78-year-old star who created Peace and Love decades ago... What? Oh, and paid to ship the bronze original when he moved from Britain to Beverly Hills. The rejection came as a surprise. Star's team challenged the decision as soon as it received the city's rejection letter, but by then the 14-day appeal window had elapsed, yet Star persisted... Um, Star, who could not be... Anyway, they've agreed to it. Star, who could not be reached for comment, wanted to be sure fans could snap pictures with the monument, but only from the palm side, not the back of the hand, <laughs> which is considered a rude gesture in the United Kingdom. <laughs> if I ever go there, I know exactly uh, what I'm doing. Uh, you can't. The agreed-upon location is framed by tall plants. You cannot get close to the back of that hand. But there's a will. You cannot do it. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. We're playing a very slow round of past the chat on, which I'm fine with, but nobody, nobody is calling in right now. Oh, so, nobody. Nobody. Like, absolutely. Nobody is calling in right now. Nobody. So. <laughs> nobody's going to get spoken Nobody's calling in right now. So we will wait until we get a call and then we will answer it. And you take that call. Oh, God, I'm so hungry and tired. I might actually get a Mackey D's on No, Sorry? no, come on. Why not? I've not done it for, for a month. Yeah, well done. Well, all I'm going to do is go home and eat cheese on toast. Okay, well, that's not a McDonald's. I'm having a McDonald's tonight. I really fancy one. Okay, well. <sighs> you do what you think is right. Oh, you're such a... I nearly said the C word there. <laughs> I nearly wow. said retired on. I nearly said the C word. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. Wow. Why is that word so powerful? Why uh, has it come to be the, the, the worst swear you can possibly have? Well, there's got to be one, hasn't there? And uh, men are quite happy talking about their penis a lot. And women, um, not so much historically. So I guess it's that. I was very disappointed when Victoria Derbyshire 
um, when she said the C word, instead of Jeremy Hunt, she said, you know, everyone saying. And then said, only men say Only it. men say that. That's not, that she should have been fired for that. She should have been fired for that misogynistic slur. I've heard many women, many women. Misandric. Sorry? Misandry, isn't it? Not misogynistic. It's misogyny. She was being misogynistic. No, she was being... She was, com she was committing... Uh, she was committing... She was committing patricide. <laughs> I know the words. I know the words. Not patricide, excuse me, regicide. Oh. And, uh, do you know that one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah kings. Was, yeah, yeah, she was... She was Killing the, a king. She was putting... Yeah, the kings of men. Oh, she, men are kings, are they? She, well, men, men are kings, yeah. And women are queens. You get, you get a male... Queen and a, well, well, yes. well, this 2019, yes, you do. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Pass the chat on, you phone up, you get to stay on as long as you can until somebody else calls in. Oh, it's us. That's weird. Anyway, line two. Line oh. two. Line Whoa! Two. Shorted the system. I want to make love to you. I'm having the worst trip of my life. What is going on? That is nuts. Have I got to shut? Let's try one more line and then we'll shut phone box and see if that does anything. Let's go to line three. You're on the wireless. Hello, up with them. Sorry? Up, up your bum. Hello? Hello? Hello, up your bum. Oh. Hello, up your bum. Hello, up your bum. Hello, up your bum. Up your bum. Sorry? Huh? Line two, you're on the... Whoa! <laughs> this is the most insane... Maybe this is what it sounds like, up your bum. Hello, line three. Easy you're now. Hello? Wag, wag. What's going on, wag? It's all going a bit mad. All right. How you doing, Ian Lee? I'm very well. We're playing past the chat on. Do you know what that means? Yeah, man. I've been up for two days, Bob. I've been sniffing and drinking. Man. Well, well you shouldn't be time, sniffing man. and drinking. You should go and have a lie down. Let's go to line three. This is insane. They're all coming up as the same number as well. As well. Hello? 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 All right. All right. Here How we go. much do they spend on this? Shh, hang on. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Shh, I'm going to do, do something. I'm going to do something experimental. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Oh, it doesn't work. What is going on? Hello? 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 I'm not even doing the thing. Hello? This isn't even one of our experimental things. This is great though. This is the best this is the best broadcasting I've ever done. Let's try line three. Line three, you're on the wireless. 
You all right? Honey? Oh, no, thanks. Right. So, okay. Um, let's try line. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. 12,000. Carry on. 5,000. <laughs> Carry on. It won't happen again. Dramatic pause. Oh, sorry. It won't happen again! <laughs> <laughs> if you've just tuned in... Well, I don't really know what's going on. I've been here all night. But that I get. That, that I get. The rest of it, I don't get. Sam, come on the microphone. Any idea how that is... Um, how that's what that is? I reckon it's the same person who's got two phones and has, like, put them up to one another to make a loop. That's no, what, I don't think it's that clever. No? I, well, let's find, no, because it was different numbers. No, because they were both, yeah, they were both withheld numbers was the thing. Oh, well, they Hence withheld, why, yeah, they were withheld. Oh, well, All right, cool line one, idea. you're on the wireless? Yeah, I have. No, thank you. Um, let's... I don't know what's going on. Mo thanks. Mo thanks. Uh, come in, Paul. Come in. Come in, please. Let's let's try let's try this one. We're having a little bit of psychedelic fun tonight. It's like being back at uni. <laughs> Line three, you're on the wireless. Yeah, the the stones are gone. What stones? Stonehenge stones. You're joking. I've jo just 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 gone past there. They're gone. That was JoshRom.com took them. I think I, I don't think he was actually there. I'm, I'm not convinced he was either. I, I think he was faking it totally. But thank you for your call. Line three, you're on the wireless. Got it? Got it. Okay, now you do. Hey, no, I think we're fine. Let's <laughs> go. Look, I look green and naked. I'm mean in there. I'm on the scene in there. Got to buy the car because the man blow the man look at the man look at the man. But the man got you with the good side. I can't get the surprise. Okay, right. <laughs> I've no idea. I'm out. I'm out, Paul. I'm out. I'm out. What have you bequeathed me? I've got no idea. Well, I think, well, I've got your fresh scrapings. I think they must have made LSD legal in the last few hours or something because it's gone very weird. How are you, Paul Ross? Very well indeed. And I can confirm that Josh Rom is indeed at Stonehenge because we sent him down and this would have been a trip I should have filmed yeah. with Karen Davey. So oh, Karen does a set when Josh drove all the way down from London, down the A303, off the motorway <laughs> to Stonehenge. So talk, it's about gimme, 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 the noughties verse, isn't it? When two worlds collide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious oh, business. That's, that. we, shouldn't be, we shouldn't be doing Stonehenge, we should have been doing the show from that car. You would have got a word in. <laughs> doing Stonehenge at the moment, yeah. Gosh, what a journey, eh, Sam? Sam saying he wished he'd been in that car just to see what happened, wow. It could be arranged. Um, the boot's okay. empty. So summer solstice, it's all downhill from here. Stuff. The days uh, get shorter. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, <laughs> winter, winter draws on. <laughs> Suddenly it's 1972. It's Jimmy oh. Young. Winter draws on. Oh, dear. Oh, God. 
So what else you got? Are you uh, just going to... Now, on this show this morning, we're talking about a bit of a strange TV anniversary. Fifty years ago today, a sort of fly-on-the-wall documentary was shown about the royal family. Oh. Okay. And it was shown on the BBC Today, yeah. 1969. A week later, it was shown on ITV. It was then shown on Australian TV. Her Majesty the Queen was thought, seriously, I'm in danger of being overexposed. There was no Christmas message for 1969. It was written in the papers. That documentary was shown one more time in 1972 to mark the Queen's 20 years on the throne. It's never been seen since. 38 hours of unseen footage to do with it. So we're talking about that and what it might mean and, you know, if or whenever it'll be shown again. In the 90s, uh, in the 90s, there are about 30 seconds of clips you can get. In the 90s, it shows you the power of the royal family, doesn't yeah, it? In the yeah. 90s, if you could prove you were doing academic research, you could pay, and you got approval from Buckingham Palace, you could pay £35 and go and view the documentary under supervision. Wow. So you couldn't record Isn't it or make it. So now, so we're talking about that on this. Interesting story, I think that yeah, is. Do you remember we started watching and then we never, it was hard to. They're, they're, most of them are on YouTube, and I wish they'd release it on DVD. The Family. Do you remember the oh, Family? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great yeah, program. Great when, all in Reading, wasn't it? They were all in Reading. When the young, the son is with his wife. I don't know if they're married yet. And they've got a little baby, and she's trying to fill in the form so they can get a council flat. And he's reading a porno. Yeah, he, he was just sat there reading a the porno. Those, those were the days. Different days. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question: Who were the first? Who were the first people in Britain to have video recorders? It, completely irrelevant to what we're talking about. I just remember when you were talking was it about the craze, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the Beatles. Oh, really? The Beatles. Wow. The first, the first people to uh, have video recorders in this country. From Magic Beatles. Alex, though, that, and they never no, worked. I'm, I'm, I was on a phone call with someone the other day, uh, very convoluted, and he basically said that he used to hang around with the Beatles, and he knew the Beatles a bit in the late 60s. I said, you didn't meet... Oh, it's gone. Natasha's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone. She's gone. That's all because I was watching an advert for a new mobile phone network with Kevin um, Bacon. Front and he's got a tash. He's got the tash. And he looks good with it, doesn't you've he? You've bequeathed him your tash yeah, and you've given me your show. Anyway, this guy was on the phone too. I said, have you met Magic Alex? He went, oh, Alex, he was a nightmare. Anyway, <laughs> on that bombshell, dear listener, we will be back tonight at 10 o'clock. It's the last show of the week from us tonight. But Paul Ross is coming up. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio.